0: The lights shine down the hallway. The trim goes up the stairway. Oh, and I wish I was on the job with Manny. <laughs> That's
1: all Shy. I got, man. That's that all I great. got, man. No, that was great, man. <laughs> Thanks. Who is that? Uh, it's Chilliwack. Oh, it's... Ar- Arms oh, of Mary. You're going way back, Oh, man. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not that old to be listening to Chilliwack.
0: No, I just turned 40 last April.
1: Damn, so where's the Chilliwack come from?
0: Uh, the old man? The old, yeah, yeah, pretty it's much. It's got to be the old man. Yeah, it's
1: it, my, both my parents, yeah. They're back, boomers. Back in the day when... The album cover was like an art piece man yeah i don't know if that happens anymore these days Uh, no not really like there was always an epic kind of image or something like a lot of fantasy yeah a lot of lions and wings and yes (laughs) yes yeah stairways (laughs) (laughs) sean welcome to the show man thanks man i'm honored to to be here bro this is amazing to have you on the show thank you um i I, we're going to talk just about a bunch of I just just renovation stuff, man. Yes, let me just shut my uh Yeah, no no, don't, up, don't worry about yeah. that. It's all good. So no. we're we're going to just let it roll. You're your GC, you do a bunch of projects. Have you tackled the whole house, yet?
0: No, not yet. Uh in a uh, sort of um it's kind of a yes and no, eh. It's it, it depends on on what they're what they want done. So um mostly um I'm starting to expand more into general contracting, I guess you can say. Um I try and stick to the jobs that are specific to my skill. Yeah. Um, so a lot of carpentry, um, drywall. Um, so like basements are great, but then what I'll do is I have a, um, a plumber and an electrician uh, uh, in Hamilton. Then I got another set out uh, my way that, um, that I'll hire for those. And if, um, if the job doesn't work out for me and they're still looking for them, I just pass the name on. Nice. Yeah. I do the
1: exact same thing. It's easier that so way. So we got a good... I mean, there's going to be a bunch of stuff. We were talking off mic before we got started, but there's yeah. going to be a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about. Quick shout out to Val out of New York, Brooklyn. I'm wearing his T Legacy Carpentry. Solid guy doing great work there. I so know. I'm always a fan. As everybody knows, I wear different people's tees while we're doing the show. Yeah. I do want to just bring up one little bone to pick because uh, I keep finding out more information about um, this lovely Bill c Twenty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the latest that I found out, one of the developers that were, I guess, lucky enough to buy the right land now oh, or yeah. buy the right land at the start of the year, uh-huh. uh, took out a loan from a bank, $100 million loan at 21.9% on land that you could not build on. Oh, yeah. Why would you take out a $100 million loan and then buy the land for $80 million on land that you can't build on? Yeah. But then magically, nine months later, you can build on this land
0: hear that one
1: i read it no way it's out there i believe it so either that person is going to predict the future mm. or that person had some kind of information about something that was about to happen maybe maybe influence <sighs> so the the hard thing and i mentioned this before on a couple other shows back is um all this money's gone because they're trying to streamline it mm-hmm. which means the cities don't have the money now yes which means the cities are going to turn around and tax everybody yep so we go back to the lower middle class, is all going to get taxed. To oh, hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To cover this $230 million shortfall that these key developers are going to benefit from because they don't have to pay that money now to build homes on these pieces of land that we're never allowed to build on. Yeah. So, yeah, keeps on talking about a shit storm just happening. So wow. I and just wanted to share that.
0: And it's only the beginning. Um, I, um, I heard, because uh, I was listening, I listened to um, one of the Niagara Rock stations a lot. And uh, they were talking, uh, I guess it was the, was it? one of the, one of the politicians down there was um, complaining about, um, well, not complaining, but uh, expressing <laughs> that um, um, that the average homeowner is going to, their taxes are going to go up a few hundred bucks a year, at least just for the first year, right? Yep. Um, and all because of this, right? Because they don't want to actually take the time. And that, that was part of the concern when, when you were expressing to the... Yeah that gentlemen. um they um it's it's all back to even we were talking about induced demand you know like uh politicians have a budget and they don't stick with it Budget, while well they you know they spend it they blow it all because they want to get it back
1: next year and maybe then some right so there's no
0: there's no accountability
1: yeah i, I mean every trades person i've ever spoken to when we do have a chance to talk on the site or whatever if we ran our businesses the way they run the city oh my how would that be survivable it's not like we <laughs> we wouldn't have another job there wouldn't be another referral no. none of that would happen We'd but have yet no money. they're they're constantly being given a second third fourth thousand chance yeah. to try it again yeah. try it again and then when their term is up they're like oops sorry mm. i guess it didn't work yeah. uh but reelect me please yeah yeah or shift me around to another (sighs) to another city another department another whatever that you have no experience for and it's a shame but and then we're stuck in the middle yeah and we're trying to just learn an honest living and we're dealing with i mean i guess material nowadays are not crazy i consider it more acceptable material costs right now
0: i you know what the i i think acceptable is probably the best way to do it they um they kind of they kind of kissed you first before mm-hmm. they did it, right? Yeah, yeah, you it's know, 100%. They eased you into it, um, but yeah, it's still it's still outrageous. And then trying to explain to the clients, you know, it's most of my most of my price, or if I'm doing the whole package, is is material, um, and they they get it, which is pretty good. Um, the ones that don't, I try to
1: find someone cheaper. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it's it's about the dollar,
1: you know. And and I get it. I'm I'm not going to knock them um so on everyone's tight yeah budgets. yeah would they really need especially if there's rentals or rooms in the house that are falling apart like literally everyone thinks that renovations are designed or built even though if you do use the top notch quality materials labor everything it still requires maintenance and eventually it will kind of start to fall apart if oh, you yeah. don't take care of it so a lot of homes are probably at that point where it's 20 25 years 30 years and it is literally falling apart so now you've got vice grip on your shower handle, and that's what you're using. Like, we've all been, we've seen it, I've yeah. all done it, and all of a sudden, you're like, okay, we really need to rental. But now it's conscious, like, it's just the numbers. Yeah, you exactly. Have to be careful, right? Yeah. We're getting way ahead of ourselves, Sean. Oh, Sean, that's okay, man. I got to give up the deeds here, man. Uh, Sean Sillis, right? Yes. yes. And Sean Sillis Renovations, 12 years you've been at it, but you've got a, a bunch of other history going on before that. Yes. Info at SeanSillisRenovations.com, at Sean Sillis Renovations on IG. That's where you will find him. Where do we want to begin? <laughs> Why do you love construction? Um, Why do you care so much? I know off mic we got started and you are like, it's because we care. Because we care. We, we care. care.
0: Um, you know what? That's a really deep question. <laughs> You're
1: uh, welcome to the construction life.
0: Yeah. Let's, uh, you know what? Let's dive into that one. Um, you know what? I, I'm i going to have to say my parents. My um, my parents were very detail-oriented. Um, my my old man, for lack of a better term, actually, my uncle always calls him anal. Yeah. He's just really particular. Um, tools have to be clean, organized. You should see his uh, tool chest. It's like everything.
1: Uh, Everything's of, got a spot. And every spot has its thing. I think I'll do that before the, the day I, I'm gone. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard to do that. It is. It is. You, you know, want to do that.
0: But you know what? Like You also have to have a basis for it. You also have to know. You know, I've, I've, I've tried and I get to the point and it's like, that doesn't work. And then I just leave it and then things pile up and then you just get frustrated and then you go and do it
1: again and you try and change it a different way. But it's like, you don't, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) If you were to, I, I I might share this, but I mean, my tool arsenal is just, it's kind of like a massive troll just threw up oh okay and there's everything is everywhere i just kind of like i s- shifted gears focused on the show here i want to get back into construction but it's just like my tools are everywhere and it's kind of like how some people say like you're a reflection of that like if you if that's your environment okay. then you, you can't think clearly so it's true yep. it's like i can't think clearly just yet when it comes to construction yep. so i i've told myself over the holiday break i'm gonna just tackle this good which is going to probably be a good two or three week project to just reorganize everything. Good. And then a, I guess a bunch of people might get some text messages or DMS from going, listen, you know what? I actually don't need 12 impact drills. Anybody want to yeah. drill <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, kind of stuff like that. Right. Cause you start, you know how it is. Like I literally have six caulking guns because you're on a job. You can't find yours. What do you do? Home Depot's right there. Yeah. I go buy another caulking gun. Yeah. Then you kind of organize yourself and all of a sudden you realize I have six caulking guns. Why yeah. do I have six caulking guns? Yeah pain in ass we all go through this shit man but you know what though they break down they do it happens but no business needs six caulking guns unless you're doing windows every single day i guess but
0: three each hand
1: <laughs> then you're like freddy krueger with caulking guns eh? that's the oh. halloween outfit <laughs> Where did, okay so so dad was anal and he was like particular very particular yeah um what was the, his skill set what was his like he you know what he learned um he learned
0: early on from my uncle, his older brother, uh, yeah. how to do carpentry. They, um, they used to go into um, um, estate homes. Uh, he used to clean them out. He used to also just go in and do renovations for them. Um, and um, he got into he got into the ironworkers in the seventies. My other uncle, his other brother, got him in, and he was over forty four or forty five years before he retired. Wow. Yeah. So um, he he worked, and our we were out of the Hamilton local seven thirty six and um our jurisdiction ran from niagara up to up to the ford plant just before the ford plant cuz we handed it off to toronto but we also <laughs> got the bruce okay. so like the span was massive so you could get called up to the bruce uh, as an apprentice if you got called up to the bruce you're going cuz they owned you as an apprentice uh, Ironwork is a tough job man it's a very very tough tough
1: job that's um, like it's like a thousand percent blue collar, like yes, you gotta love it. Yes, yeah. You know what? I I did love it,
0: but I loved the business and home renovation so much more. Really? Yeah. Huh? I respect what they do. Some of these guys, these skywalkers, are unbelievable. Like the balance that these guys have. Um, they a lot <sighs> of respect for them. Oh man. man, and they can they can connect the building in like you know in a day, like a, the pops popsicle stand in a day
1: easy pack up the crane and they're gone i drive by i'll stop sometimes and i'll just in awe yeah i'm just in awe it is it is probably the coolest job yeah. I, I have to admit
0: yeah yeah but um i i did a few structural jobs um and it was fun you're outside the only um I, although my old man always said you know you have to you have to get your legs you know because uh it's it's one thing to not be afraid of heights because i'm not afraid of heights Another thing to be honest, on a six-inch beam, 300 feet above the ground, carrying two buckets of bolts, you got all your stuff on. Yeah, you might be wrapped around the, you know, coiled around the beam, but Whew, you got to know. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's lots of other things. Some of the other guys would say, hey, you know, they'll be walking across a channel, you know, a three-inch flange channel, and they're all, yeah, well, you know, if it starts wobbling, don't stop. That's how you fall. It's like... <laughs> I'm not walking over that, man. No way. (laughs) Don't stop. Don't stop. Just keep going. Yeah. So (laughs) anyways, but uh, so I did a bunch of those. Um, I had everyone, I worked for everyone from, you know, the the great uh, GFs to the screamers, you know, the vulgar, just downright. Yeah. The characters. Oh, yes. (laughs) That's a very soft way of putting it. Um, And then I worked for a lot of great guys that I, I did structural for. That we jump over to the car plants, and we would do like little structure in the car plants because we'd be changing out the conveyor lines.
1: Yeah, they always need that. They're oh, always modifying stuff. Twice a year, yeah,
0: they would do um, they would do their shutdowns—the summer shutdown and the winter shutdown. They were great because you're inside. Um, structural structural iron worker was really dependent on weather, and um, <laughs> there was a joke on the job. Um, if it was going to rain, some guys would go outside and in the in the dirt and the footprint they'd make their circle and they say how many rain droplets would fall in that and they're gone some guys circles were bigger than others (laughs) and that it was funny though but um yeah there was there was a lot of that but anyways we we go into the car plants and we do you know seven twelves for two weeks and you know great money great money oh yeah Yeah, absolutely and you you you'd work with multi trade uh, with the iron workers they had a um a contract with the car plants where we were 50-50 with the millwrights because a lot of our work crossed over yeah and uh, so i'd be putting up structural with with some of the millwrights and most of them didn't know what they were doing which was which was fine and as they're a, in their
1: wheelhouse man and that's fine that's cause it cuz yeah.
0: when i went to go work with them you know changing out gears and and conveyors you know i you know i i learned I learned from those guys um and then i'd work with a millwright I, there was this one millwright i can't remember his bloody name but he was a deadly iron worker <laughs> it's, it, but old guy young guy no it was young. he was young he was only a couple years older than me wow. um and he had the full full gear with spud wrenches and the whole shebang and he was as an apprentice he was well i was an apprentice he was still showing me yeah how to uh how to connect and stuff my old man would be in the broaderson you know, we're getting ready to fire the piece up in the air. And then he'd be like, okay, so now you take your spud. And, I'm, you know, this is like I think of my first year or something like that. And he'd take your spud. Don't put your fingers there. and Or the, the biggest expression I tell oh, – I also uh, – I, I tell my co-op student this too. Don't put your fingers where you won't put your dick. <laughs> Cover your ears. <laughs> so that kind of thing. That's a good one. I yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. So I learned, I learned that. Some guys have to stop there and think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's an easy, easy one. Um, so he was he was really, really good. Uh, he was out of Sarnia, um, and um, yeah, so I was thankful for that. But uh, so I I do a lot of car plant jobs. Uh, I worked for a lot of really good, good tradesmen, um, and I still kept ca- contact with them. Um, but in the I, back of your head, you were always thinking, I just, I, I just couldn't get into it. Um, it was, it felt very lonely. Um, even though like I'm with the crew, you know, we might be doing, you know, 12 hour days. Uh, and then, you know, like my cousin, which because my cousin's an iron worker as well. So he, he'd show up for the afternoon shift and he'd be the pusher for the afternoon shift. We'd cross over with shit, you know, it was all jokes yeah, and fun, yeah, yeah. but I just, the drive there was very lonely. You learned
1: what you were going to learn. Is that what you were feeling?
0: I think that's kind of what I accepted at the end. I was learning. I learned what I learned. I'm glad I did it um but it's time to go back to what i loved but i bet you it shaped you to the gc that you are today you know what it probably uh probably did and i'm actually calling myself i'm I'm calling myself uh, sorry uh that's fine i'm stopping myself short of calling myself a gc the only reason is is because um even though yeah i might um i might call in you know my electrician and plumber hvac uh the specialized licensed trades um most of the stuff I, I do myself, and with and the other thing was rebranding um, because contractors in general. You talk to uh, any client, you tell them the word contractor. What do they think? Uh, messy, sloppy, doesn't come around. They have you know, an image. They have an image, right? Yeah. So I, I I I wanted to um, portray what was me. Um, so I I I last um, about a year and a half ago before I got back into business. Um, I was at home doing you know watching the kids while they're online you know uh and i had people knocking on my door uh by the end of uh school year of 21 and um they were asking me to do rentals and i just looked at my wife i'm like you know what i don't want to go back to the iron workers i was miserable i was never seeing the the kids or or her and uh like the divorce rate in the iron workers is absolutely atrocious oh that's a, it's, just oh, it's a, huge i can imagine oh it. my god um So and I didn't want that. So um, I told her that I'm I'm gonna change, Uh, because the first time my first business was the business I
1: didn't know how to run. Um, So all the way up until now, you were an employee, basically, but not a business person. No, and which basically, so you're the typical contractor tradesperson, yeah, yeah with uh right.
0: but i still cared back then yeah um you know if something business wise is what i was talking about oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah a lot yeah. of a
1: lot of trades people don't don't understand the business side of the business
0: you're absolutely right yeah they don't um and i started um uh, oh here's another thing too i i, I kind of jump all over the place yeah, so dude, uh, hopefully hopefully you're editing i'm following, kinda, no, I'm kinda, following kinda, all of it um i um i also i teach karate as well yeah, really. I know. You know what? I get the exact same look every time. I'm not, no, no, I'm
1: not surprised. I'm like, that's amazing, man. It's, and that's, that's when did you start that?
0: Um, okay, so I I started um, I started martial art. I started karate when I was ten. I did it for a year with my cousins. Uh, I'm from Stony Creek, um, east end of Hamilton. Where you need it? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, if you ever need it. If you ever need it. Yes. Um, and I I start. I did it for a year. Um, and then my parents pulled me out. And then when I was thirteen, I went back into it, but a different club. some of my other friends were in, and I was in there till about I was about twenty five. Uh, the club had to club dissolved because they were pushed out by the landlord. Landlord wanted his sister into the basement. Uh, she was a dental hygienist, so he doubled he jacked the price. Yeah. They couldn't afford it. Uh, both my senseis were um, uh, were tradespeople. Well, actually, my one was a, um, uh, an electrician. And the other one worked in uh, logistics. Um, so they couldn't really quite afford the time. And then the other black belt family that I was teaching with took over the name. And I didn't know that at the time. So I left to do my own thing. And they found a rec center around the corner. And they kept the place going. And I only found out uh, in the fall of 2019, after about three months after I got my boy into karate in, in, uh, in town. Yeah. And uh, I found out that the owner, the, inst- the head instructor... Knew all the same people I did, so and at that Funny time, how that worked. It was out. such a small world, but I felt I felt at home at the place because yeah. um, even during because um, I used to I I've done a ton of things in my life. After OAC, I went to a little French town called uh, Trois Pistoles in Where is Quebec. That? It's uh, Quebec? seven hours east of Montreal on the south side of the St. Lawrence, and okay. it's like you could sneeze and and pass the place, and uh, it was. Um, uh, French Immersion Program, and it was sponsored by Western, University uh yeah. Western there. Uh. And uh, so I did that. I didn't want to. My mom was over the moon. She wanted me to go because her girlfriend was like the program coordinator. My mom also did uh, silk screening T-shirts for that place, so it was a big connection. So here I am, 19, all miserable, and she's like, we're going to do a road trip. So she <laughs> packs my sisters, me, and like at the end of uh, high school, we drive out there. And um, we get out there a day early. I meet the family because it's billet style. Yeah. And, um, and like, when all the students finally showed up, um, it was like the best time I ever had. I did it for three years. And then I went to do the reverse. I went to teach English to the French Francophones of Canada. in Same place? No, it was in uh, Halifax. So okay. I went to, uh, it was at, hosted at Dalhousie. I did it for two years there. And then I went over to um, uh, UPEI in Charlottetown. Okay. And I did uh, the summer. It was actually two programs. They do they call it an intercession in May, and then they do the one in the summer. And um, so you're 22. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so nine. Yeah, 22. I think when I started, 21, 20, 22, or something okay. like that. I also did at the age of 20 in the summer. I did a uh, an international program uh, under a company called uh, it was Redleaf. I don't know if they they're still around, but. Uh, they worked out of um, uh, Glendon College. It's um, a college at uh, York University College, okay. I think. Yeah. It's at the, um, it's, it's off Bayview in Lawrence, I think it is. Yeah, Where did they send you? Um, I was there. Oh, you were there. Yeah. Okay. So we hosted um, international students. Um, so the, and it was like the, the filthy rich kids from around the world. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, but it was an eye opener. It was really cool. Um, and there was about three of us, I think, running the program and, um, we were there for about eight weeks. Uh, so the kids could, uh, uh purchase a week, two weeks, three weeks. Um, I wasn't even so, okay. So a little, little story. Uh, so it was, uh, my buddy that I met in one of the French programs, he hired me on cause he had connections through these people. And, um, I wasn't supposed to start, I think until like the Saturday morning, He called me up on uh, Thursday morning, and he's like, dude, I got you cleared. You have to come in now. It's an emergency. I'm like, okay. So uh, pack up, gone. I show up. One of the students, uh, I think he was about 17, he was was trying to commit suicide. Yeah, it was really bad. So uh, they got the parents involved. Parents flew up. Yeah. So he needed backup. So like, that was like one practice. of the international students. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, that was kind of, kind of scary. Nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, parents, you know, took him home. Uh, but that's how it all started. Um, so I did, um, I did the French, um, Im- uh, sorry, the English immersion programs, um, uh, afterwards. And, um, and during that time, while I was away from karate, I was trying to find gyms, other karate clubs, uh, trying to swing deals where I can teach. Cause I was, I was, I was teaching since like purple belt, which is like un- completely unheard of. Usually, um, you're helping around blue or brown belt or stuff like that. And then once you get your first degree black belt, you're still not a sensei. Um, you're a senpai, you're basically an understudy. Okay. And then once you, uh, earn your second degree black belt, that's basically the, uh, the teaching, uh, black belt. And then, um, but they threw me through a grueling, it was like a two night single black belt, uh, Black belt grading is around minimum about six hours. And they break you. Oh, wow. They break you because they want to see, they want you to persevere. They want you to get above and beyond your your mind and your, your body and carry yourself.
1: Your thresholds.
0: Yes. Um, and they first want to discover it? They well, they know that you can do it because they see it. Okay, but then sometimes, sometimes the nerves take over. Um, we had a black belt grading uh, about two years ago, I think. Now she was ready, but that day she wasn't. And about halfway through, she just she said, "Nope, not today." And respectfully, so no problem. Did she return? Yes. Yeah, she earned it. Okay. She earned it. Uh, uh, I'm thinking eight months later six months good, later or something good. like that yeah. yeah and now her and i teach together oh, yeah so awesome, I'm, I'm the head of the sparring department and uh, so i teach specifically saturdays uh saturday mornings they're my favorite day i used to love going to saturday morning sparring classes when i was when i was a kid in teenagers and that yeah, as a teenager it was uh, it was fun like saturday morning had a different feel to it right um as opposed to like a wednesday night or something yeah, yeah. like that right
1: do you want to give them a shout out or like? Absolutely. A, give, yeah.
0: So, um, first I'm going to give a shout out to my, the guys who I, I owe it to, um, sensei Steve Fox. Um, he's a, uh, electrician now out of the Hamilton electricians. Uh, Good for him. he works in, uh, in the office and, um, my other sensei Laborio Mendela. He, um, he bounced around a bit, but, uh, he was very busy with his job too and family and that, um, and then, uh, those, uh, guys kira sasha kagnich and they took over um and i i i think that it's awesome now it's um now my boys at um uh, no limits martial arts in milton um the owner uh adam adam molner he uh, it was it started out as a um, a family business him his younger brother and younger sister they own the place Uh, they started in oakville then they opened up a place in milton and he, like, I, I was there during the pandemic. It was him and I running classes online. Yeah. So he, and he, I, I, he's a genius. I I have to, like, I model my business after him and his teachings. Like, I, 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 I can't even say enough about how smart this guy is. And he's got an awesome attitude. Yeah. Absolutely Awesome. He, he has faith in you. He sees what your strengths are, and he tries to implement that. And then whatever, let's say your weaknesses, he tries to help you build that up. Um, because teaching, because um, the club in Milton is uh, predominantly kids. We have a lot of teenagers now, but it's all kids. When you're saying kids, what's the age bracket? Uh, he takes them in red. Uh, five, four is the youngest, but his club, he doesn't want to do anything younger than five. Because okay. it's just comprehension and, and that... Um, so five and I think our oldest right now is maybe, well, uh, um, um, senpai Mars, uh, who teaches with me, she's 19. Okay. So, uh, she was like one of the first ones at that club too. So, um, he was telling me that, um, you know what, kids are a different breed. You know, when you teach them, um, adults can understand complexity and, uh, multiple, uh, instructions at the same time. And you can get into depth with adults because they understand. Yep. Whereas kids, I I, trying to really give an explanation to something and they're like this, (laughs) I don't don't care, you know? And so you have to be, they're not supposed to. No, uh, exactly. Right. So, um, I was always used to teaching adults and, um, so teaching kids was the biggest weakness for me and he really helped me out with that. And since then it's been, it's been fire. It's awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. So yeah, um, Adam, you are, you're the man. You, um, (laughs) He he gave me an opportunity um, because at that time, uh, just before pandemic, I also I also went to um, Humber for pre service fire and emergency. Holy cow, Sean! Like how much? Like... I'm 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 that guy. Of, I I've had ADD since I was a little kid. Um, I can't stick to one thing, um, but once I find my my passion and my my love, then I I stick with it. But um, did
1: you follow through with the fire?
0: I, I tried, but you know what? Um, that was the other thing. When I was saying, uh, you were talking about earlier, um, what's with everyone being on time? Well, about two years ago and before that, I would have been a disaster. Yeah. I couldn't get my shit together at all. Um, I, I, I couldn't do it. And I let it go, um, and it became too late, and now the minimum requirements are way too much. I looked back into it. Um, it would have cost me another year of uh, schooling, and I, what I earned, um, at, at, uh, college there was, uh, let's say like half the program now. So I couldn't just take the other half. I had to take it all over again. Yeah, so, you know, minimum like 15 grand, another year of schooling. Um, and then all that loss of work, maybe all that time away from family. And I just sat with my wife and that's when, you know, that, that following summer, it was yeah. like, you know what, this is, this is what I, I love. This is what I love doing. Um, but she said, uh, she said flat out. You better smarten up with the business because I'm, you know, I want to see you, and um, you know, uh, the money. I, I had to get a
1: better grip on on finances, so um, just that's scheduling and everything. Yeah. Scheduling's huge. Yeah, but huge. the problem is that you never no trades people most of the time in the beginning don't schedule their personal time. Nope. Family, kids, right. and yourself. Yeah. Like that right. should be a part of your, okay, we got a bathroom this week. We got a kitchen next week. We get like family. Yeah. Significant other your kids and yourself. You're right. It's like, you have to put that into this as, as cheesy as that may sound like you actually make the time for it, but you have to make the time. You for have it to, right
0: and you have to figure out how that's the biggest yeah. part. People can say it all they want. And I said it all I wanted, but, um, I had to figure out how to do it. Um, so I, I, uh, I made it a rule in the beginning. Um, i'm not working weekends good for you yeah no more weekends um, i made that rule early on too try to avoid saturdays yeah. never see me on a sunday yes absolutely but i i've also uh, i got a little had a little caveat for myself i would keep my phone available because um i do different right so it's i, I it's a missed opportunity yes but then again i also care about what the client because um I, I do get calls from clients and they've you know like some of my clients they love getting their hands dirty and doing things as well then that's no problem so I'll, I'll teach them things and um i've had repeat clients where i've gone back and i'll i'll be able to say okay cut me this at this length yeah. and they can go and do it you know really yeah so i it it's
1: um it's kind of i don't know Feels
0: good. <laughs> with with, with <laughs> the calls,
1: did you ever get like cry wolf calls from the clients? I, they think it's an emergency on that side, but it's not really an emergency. But they still want to reach out to you and call you or text you. It could be nine o'clock at night or something like that. You know
0: what? Um, I I don't know if I I I just I do know if I call it a cry wolf yet. Maybe it's how I select my clients. I don't know, uh, but usually a lot of them because some of them are doing it themselves. Like the um, like the one client now at the basement where I met um, um, my buddy there yeah. uh, from iTile Design. Yep. Uh, we're actually going to be partnering shortly nice. uh, on some en-suites. And um, yeah, so he's done, he did the tile in the bathroom. So now the homeowner wanted to cock the bathroom, uh, do a little bit of baseboard work. So he would call me, you know, two or three times on a Saturday, um, you know, just ask me questions about something. No problem. So, I, you know, or just you know, simple text and stuff, and then and then when it's done, he's sending me the pictures, and it's glory. He's proud. It's of it. It's great, and yeah. it, I love it. You know, but he's he's the he's the kind of client where I can I can go and have a beer. I can go and hang out. Um, you know, I'll I'll show up on the job. Oh, I sometimes I I gotta stop myself myself short. Um, I always say that it's I'm very conscientious about the fact that. It's their home. I know it's my job site, but it's still their home. Yeah, it's always right? going to be. There. It's always going to be, and I I, I want to treat it as such, right? So I'll, I'll show up at their home and for for work, and uh, the the wife will, uh, his wife will uh, answer the door, and she's in a robe, and hey, all, we're, we're very very <laughs> comfortable. We we talk for a little bit, and then I head downstairs, and he's downstairs pilling around with something. Then we chat for a little bit, and, you know, and and we're
1: just fine. I, I enjoy that,
0: you know. Um, and it goes back
1: to caring. It does. Goes back to caring, man. Yeah. You caring about construction, you're caring about the clients.
0: I do. I really do. Yeah.
1: We got we got more to talk, but I want to do a little history in yes. construction. Uh, this actually might be right up your alley. Uh, history of the Shaker.
0: Ooh, your favorite door.
1: <laughs> the United Society of Believers in Christ's Second Appearing, aka Shakers. Uh, were a small radical group of religious settlers following the teachings of Prophet Anne Lee. They originated from England and settled in the Northeast in the 1780s. They were known for their simple living, intense work ethic, and original crafts. Early shaker furniture craftsmen focused on simplicity, integrity, believing ornamentation was a sin of pride. Uh, shakers built their furniture from wood in the area such as pine, maple, ash, birch, cherry, hickory butternut, peach, beech, uh, walnut uh, oak and poplar unlike the Amish the Shakers embraced the, tecto- the technology that increased efficiency believing they were saving the time that belonged to God they were among the first Americans to try mass production today's Shaker is one of the most popular styles known for its minimalist look it is uh, it is characterized by straight tapered legs and mushroom shaped Wooden knobs.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: I had no idea that's where shaker came from.
0: Hey, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's
1: not that I dislike it more. It's just uh, <laughs> I'm just like it's <laughs> fascinating. To, like Angelina found this out, and and I was like, this is amazing. It's kind of interesting because yeah, we're so really used cool. to a shaker door as a shaker door. Where where did you find that? I I don't know exactly. <laughs> okay. Hey, the Almighty Google. <laughs> So it's just interesting that there's a well, everybody, every tradesperson, everything that we work with and touch, there's there's an origin to it. There's, there is. It starts. Something Absolutely starts. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Sean, okay, so now now that you're in your third life, yep, <laughs> and completed so much, yeah. which is fat. But I honestly believe that you learning and teaching martial arts has dramatically helped you as a tradesperson. Yes. Because dealing with scenarios that we come w- up with all the time yes on every single job site with every client and you probably revert back to your teachings yes and it helps you man it does so yeah. i totally encourage a lot of people to do i know Carlito's a big fan of that as well too
0: yes uh was it taekwondo yeah yes uh right.
1: was he ta- i'm trying to remember exactly when he talks a lot i kind of tune out right so <laughs> It's just how it is because he talks a lot, right? <laughs> no, no. But uh, yeah, no, he's, and he's got the same discipline and he respects that. And he's yes. also very respectful of other people that take any kind of training yes. that way, right? So yes. that in the military and farmers, oh, yes. all connected, right? They're a special group of people. There's a discipline. Yes. There's
0: a, a silver lining discipline between every, all of them, I find. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the biggest question when when people find out I'm a black belt, is have you ever used it? <laughs> and like I know that they're looking for that glorified. Oh yeah, you know I like, hook kicked this guy in the side of the head. He did a a, a, a barrel roll down down yeah, whatever <laughs> the Chuck Norris story. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> um, but I always say, yeah, I have. And they go, oh really? And like, well, yeah, I was able to ev- evade this fight or talk to defuse the situation. And they're like, well, that's, no, that is that's a, that's the first that's the first level of it. And you're right. It, taking what I've learned, it's ingrained in me now. It's yes. it's second nature. Yeah. Um, and diffusing uh, a client or another tradesperson, you know. And we all know how temperamental some of them.
1: Can some become. of us can get. Yeah. no
0: It's true. Right. So it's um it's
1: it's gotten me to this this point. This is why I still have all my teeth. It's interesting. <laughs> if a client were to ask me, and if I was uh, trained that way, I'd probably say on my last client the last payment <laughs> i'm kidding but in the back of their head they're thinking is he kidding is he not kidding what's going on no I, and that's that's what carlito did teach me he's like it's designed. You, you the training is there for you not to use it yes right that's key
0: yes so, it's not even it's not even um most people think that it's it's it was created as a last resort it's not even no. created as a last resort no. um because once you use it that's the that's the line that's it's done. Um, I, um, another, uh, one of the books that I, I read, um, on, on karate history, and that was, um, two, um, two tigers are about to fight. One's going to die and the other one's going to be maimed, you know? So, and that's, that's kind of the thought, you know, whenever I come into any kind of, um, situation like that it just doesn't really happen very often you no, it's like i'm six foot two i'm yeah. 230 pounds like not many people and i've i've got a pretty pretty good demeanor yeah you know i'm not confrontational i have, I don't have an ego you know i always say um confident over cocky assertive over aggressive
1: and you'll be fine but you probably keep it to yourself with a lot of clients like you don't let them know or do you let them know
0: uh, i usually do um i'm i'm pretty open with my clients okay um you know if i show up at somebody's house and they've got you know a full martial arts uh, you know corner and it's like then i'll, I'll open it up and yes. say yes. yes um but if it comes out in conversation i don't hide it yeah yeah, yeah. but it's definitely helped you as a business person as a especially person. now yeah uh, it's the dedication and the, the the focus the self-discipline is um and i i, I, I teach my students because they don't understand the concept of, of they can understand focus but they don't really understand mentally what focus means Mm. um so when it comes to self discipline i always try and tell them it's 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 a muscle in your brain um it's like you going to school you're trying to build that that muscle self-discipline is the same thing it's like you tell yourself not to do something you you better not do it you know um you want to like when we put them in uh tell the students to go into attention stance you know you're standing like a statue it's it's very militaristic right because when it came over from um, Okinawa to J- uh, mainland Japan, they were very militaristic. Yeah. Um, so they, um, so the, trying uh, give them just, you know, and then that's the other thing, not to ramble on with kids because, you know, <laughs> the attention's gone, on. right? Yeah. So try, and, and then reiterate it every time, you know. And then, you know what? I have noticed a huge difference in, in all of them. And they, they're unbelievable. <laughs> And I know, I know, I know. Some of them are probably going to be um, probably going to be listening because everyone's really excited for me to be here. Oh yeah, really? Yes. Oh yeah. Um, besides not saying on anything yet on Instagram, um, I pretty much told the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the biggest thing that I've ever had to really do. Um, yeah. Why? So is, why do you say that? I don't. Well, besides getting married and having kids, um, buying a house and
1: and, and a vehicle, um, this is. This is huge. Are you thinking, like, uh, because I'm always curious, too. Like, uh, a lot of people get nervous about being on the show. A lot of people are hesitant because I guess they're concerned that they might say something stupid. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't think anybody has. I, I think everybody's been nice and it's more about sharing and and, and, yes. and influencing other people. And yes. whoever's listening, they might take something from it, right? I, I honestly believe that every single show that's been recorded, and there's been many, um, there's lots of great information coming from a lot of people that are in this business or out of this business or yes. care about this business.
0: Or even like uh, you had... A, um, um clients on that one yeah, time yeah uh i don't i you know I, I i'm sorry i'm not up to date either i was, I was just saying to your assistant there. they um sorry what's your name again? angelina, angelina sorry <laughs> you know what my wife's name is angelica i should know that <laughs> and her grandmother's name was angelina oh, <laughs> there gosh. we go um i was just saying to angelina that um um Oh, I just went off on a tangent there. I totally forgot where I was. Uh, about
1: the clients, the show, the clients, and I was talking to the clients. I wanted to get their perspective.
0: Yes, um, and I'm not up to date on. Uh, I think I went through the full first season, um, and I started handpicking the second season. Yeah, of but, course. But the clients, the clients episode was great. And when I talk to when I talk to potential clients or even just my neighbors, it's I tell them that this show is not specifically geared to tradespeople. no it's for homeowners yep like in in my opinion because they can learn a lot and that's what i try and bring to the table too when i when i work for some people because some people are hands off i have a client that's coming up in um in the new year he's 100 hands off uh he's only just pointing i like that i like that which is fine totally fine um and we like direction yes <laughs> yeah I, that's why i got married um <laughs> just, <laughs> but then i have clients where um they want to be involved yes and they want to be next to me and that's that's fine okay so and i kind of you know i I have a price for that too but um (laughs) but i i i show them the proper way of doing things and i start right from scratch and um like i said before um i get a chance to come back um that's and and that's the other thing i try and tell people is i want to be invited back i don't want to get called back yes ever um you don't make money off of callbacks no you make money from being invited back yes um right and that being invited back is an honor um but when i get invited back and they still want to get their hands dirty which is great because now they know more you know
1: um and uh but yeah it's um i've had clients like that too and i know that a lot of clients listen to the show Mm -hmm. and obviously i i there's quite a bit of truth I don't sugarcoat it when it comes to the client, you know, construction, tradesperson connection and how that relationship all works. And, you know, they have their wheelhouse, we have our wheelhouse. And yep. it's just if you're hiring a professional, I've always been, as you've heard on the show and so many people, we're professionals. Yeah. We're no different than any other professional you might deal with, right? But I've had lots of clients that I've done work for, and then all of a sudden, They reach out and they'll talk to me and then they're like, listen, I want to do my own built in. Would you mind if I pick your brain? And and I'm like, sure, shoot. And I'll give you and I'll come by. I'll come by and I'll sit down. Most of the time there's food and wine and lots of chatter. And I'm like, "Okay, food and wine, lots of chatter about construction. I'm there. Right Right on. And then I'll just I'll educate them. And then all of a sudden they're like, "Okay, how do you do this? How do you do this? How do you do that? And I'll give them my two cents. And then they want to accomplish it themselves, which is great. Right. But then there's also certain things that it's like too big. You know, and they're like, just hire somebody. Would you recommend somebody, man? I was going, of course I'll I'll recommend so many people. Yes. And then so I, I like those kinds of and now you're adding to a better product. Yes. That's what I like about it.
0: And you're also at and I've learned that you're also adding to your product too, because yes. um you um correct me if I'm wrong, you're at the point where you can do that. Um and I want to get to that point where I can give back and not have to worry about any kind of financial anything. Right. I'm well, really, not quite there, but I'm getting there. Well, you, st- but yeah. you, you can show up and you can help them out. Yes. And I'm at the point where I'm still kind of in the infancy stage of, 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 of progre- progress, and yeah. success uh, and success. But um, um, I was telling my mom the other day that I want to get to the point where I can just, I have tr- a couple trustworthy tradesmen working for me And I can I can leave the job to go help um, that person, yes, right, Uh, and not have to worry about it, right. And then um, that's that's really what that's what I want because I've I've always I've always loved helping people, you know. And
1: it's a teaching, and I I do the same. And and like I don't know if you have, I mean, you're forty, right? Yes. So I'm assuming most of your trades are probably younger than you um what the um, just trades in general either as subcontractors or anybody oh, that you oh um with?
0: no not really like uh my plumber is uh a year older than me uh right. electricians uh three years older than me uh my other electrician out of milton he's a couple years younger than me and uh, the plumber's about my age uh so you guys
1: are all the same circle then yeah more or less all yeah, of within... my guys are all younger okay and they don't know everything ah it's kind of having it's good that i mean i'm 51 well, one now and i'm like it's kind of good that i've got this experience so then they think they know everything because they have access to youtube and they have access to instagram and oh, oh, oh. this is a whole other story but i mean there's that kind of education and then yeah. there's real construction education yeah um so it's just like and then you'll teach them something you'll share yep. them something that and listen i didn't come up with everything i didn't figure out everything i yep. asked somebody else yes. or i saw somebody else do it and then i maybe perfected it or advanced it or something
0: added your little flavor Corn, Yeah, exactly. Something. Yeah. And
1: that's, that's what we do.
0: And that's what I love about Instagram. Um, if anybody ever browses through my page, the saved uh, portion, I love watching innovation, innovative mm-hmm. videos. I love to see a different angle. I love to see how someone just looked at that and just went, you know, I'm going to tweak that and add this. And now we can use it for that. Yes. You know, and I, I love that. I absolutely love it. Um, my whole save page is, is all innovation. All it's just, it's just
1: fire. You don't know up. when you'll use it, but you'll use it somewhere, somehow, maybe hopefully on your own place for yeah. your own kids, for your wife, whatever. Yeah. Right. So it's just nice to have those ideas yeah. out there. And the other thing I've learned
0: is that, um, like Instagram or YouTube or whatever, um, it's it is still a good teaching medium if you have the foundation. Yes. If you know, like, uh, give me example. Like, uh, I'm on I'm in a basement right now out in Bimbrook, and I, I was saying before I have I have a co-op student, uh, high school student. Uh, he needs uh, so many hours, um, and um, he knows
1: he couldn't read a tape. He knew absolutely nothing. He didn't but, know how to read a tape measure. Well, oh. listen. In all fairness to him, yeah. I've been told a lot of college trade students don't even know how to read a trade, the tape measure. I, I believe it. I believe it. That scares me.
0: It, you know what? It didn't scare me because um, part of the um, uh, business and finance books I was reading, um, a couple of the, the key uh, teachings was about uh, proper attitude, yes and it made perfect sense um i guess there was like when i when i do go to actually hire it's going to be the headlines literally going to be and everyone's going to get a taste of it now Mm -hmm. um experience irrelevant positive outlook on life a must because skills can be trade your your personality and attitude i can't i can't train that no no not at all and this kid has the attitude he is he's eager he's hungry um, he's easy to get along with, which is great. How old is he? Uh, he's eighteen. Eighteen. Yes. Um, and he's a, he's a hockey player. Uh, he plays for the uh, Burlington Junior A's. So he travels all the time. He plays hockey every day, and he doesn't he doesn't argue. He and the other thing is is he doesn't question. He asks questions. Nice, right? So, which is great because then I, you know, it, 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 and also, it's also a learning experience for me because now I have somebody to, to mentor and teach. Um, so now I'm in the middle of something. He's done or he's halfway done whatever I've given him and he comes over and he'll ask me, uh, you know, questions. So, I, you know, I got to stop what I'm doing and then go over, see what he's talking about, give him explanations, you know, get him, get him to try it out or whatever. Like right now we're in a basement doing, um, uh, we're finishing up the drywall. Um, the previous homeowner, Did the uh, framing and the drywall. <laughs> did a really good job oh framing. fantastic oh did and there's gonna be um I'm gonna be um uh posting a wTf post on instagram shortly on all the nonsense that I find on these homes okay it's just you know stuff that we starting with about, this one the uh, no was, oh but you I've, got plenty of I've them. got plenty I got plenty it's just gonna be probably a two or three posts kind of just a, a bunch of different pictures I think of you were things. mentioning about studs being
1: screwed in with two screws one on top one on bottom yeah
0: and or um you know the um the two by. For uh, slotted um, uh, lumber that they use for crating when they wrap the banding around it yeah the guys studding walls or uh, with they're that. using that they're using that yeah so that's one of them
1: <laughs> i've never seen that
0: yeah so i ripped that out and redo the redo the studs and wow yeah
1: they're not even a true two but they're not three and a half
0: no they're no. smaller you know they're like three and an eighth or something like that and they're
1: not made of spru- are they made of I think spruce, are they yeah. Still spruce yeah okay. but it's
0: it's all um it's all it's kindling in my me. eyes man yeah I, I wouldn't even burn it it's just leave it with them just, yeah but so that's uh, the stuff
1: that you're discovering yeah yeah holy cow it
0: does make for a good good laugh so i show you know when i run across something i'll show the kid and i bring him over and i say listen this is this you know I'll, first i'll say what do you see that's wrong here <laughs> my old see, man my see. old man used to do this to me he was, "What do you see that's wrong here and he'll be like uh, and he what and so i show him and explain why and stuff like that and then i'll get him to uh, usually i'll take i'll try and take the first piece out um because a lot of it and i remember back in the iron workers um when we were doing demolition it was a different mentality like one thing it's one thing to throw up a building but when you're tearing it down
1: it is you have to be very specific on pieces that you take out isn't it more dangerous yes yes because if you don't understand what you're removing or how you're removing it when you remove it yes and it's everything, dangerous. everything falls. Yeah. You know, so uh,
0: anyway, so I, I'll take out the first piece and show him like the process, let's say, and then I'll get him to try it, you know, just get his hands dirty or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, so right now, um, he yeah, so he had no knowledge of, of how to use the tape. Um, I've got him down to he's able to mark off uh, a sixteenth of an inch. Okay. So he's done really well over the last two months. So he's now he figured out, he's figured out the. Oh, things, yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so now we're doing drywall. So I've got him uh, uh, mud and screw holes, uh,
1: and then I got him. He, he he he's doing well. He's doing well. Is um, he is he learning minus plus a sixteenth of an inch, or is he? Like on that track. Oh yeah. no, no. I haven't gotten him That's into that okay that. No, no. Point. I
0: just wanted to get him to the basics. So okay, like um right. just just know what these marks are and what they're for, um, and and how to mark, get
1: your V mark. You no, know, no, fairness. I'm not I'm <laughs> not kinda of lowering it on him or anything that we're blaming or anything like that. I'm just trying to think of at what point in my school were was I ever taught how to read a tape measure, and there wasn't a single point Probably in time. Not. Not. It was my old man who was a bricklayer. The problem is that he was trying to show me a bricklayer's tape measure. That's Chinese. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's like, that's beyond 16ths and 8ths and everything like that. Yeah. I didn't understand that at first. I finally got it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, in, in school, they don't really stop and show you. And even when I took drafting in high school, we were using metric and we were using um, uh, a tri-ruler, right? So oh, yeah. You, and you, you've got all the different ratios. And, and that I kind of grasped, All right, But that was kind of different as well, too. But an actual physical tape measure with an imperial count on it. hmm nobody's ever stopped me to show me that right interesting so it's kind of interesting that i'm i'm, I'm not surprised that he didn't know it at that age
0: i'm not either yeah. um and um you know not knocking the sparkies out there but he wanted to be an electrician but it's now he, money now he doesn't he doesn't want that, to do Nope. now that he's in with me because he's I, loving
1: the car he's he, loving the building part of it
0: the, um, because i've i've rebranded myself to a multi-trade specialist so um and that was back where i, I tried Uh, getting away from that whole contractor idea, right? Yeah, yeah. The the one thing I've learned is that, or I've read about is they call it the craftsman cycle where the guys come in, they say, you know, they promise the moon, they take a retention, they do about a week or so worth of work and then
1: they jump to the next job, take a retention, this is a big cycle and then they do all this. And they just keep on showing their face uh, wherever someone is barking the loudest. Yeah. But that's not the best way to run a biz. No, not at all. It's actually the worst. It is, it is. Um, They
0: don't have any grasp on finances, the um, integrity uh the, the list could go on but what i uh, i always try and express to the client is how i'm different um i i show up when i show up or uh, sorry uh, i show up when i say i show up yeah um and i stay i stay till it's done um the only time i may have to leave is if there's an emergency or um if like because now the pandemic's made stuff really tough to get a hold of yep. right um so if there's a delay in materials or anything like that um but no i'm I, Rest assured, I'm, I'm not leaving until it's done.
1: Are you doing one job at a time? Yes. I was like that in the very beginning, too, as well. And then I kept it going as far as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. Um, it is challenging, but you do get a lot of tradespeople telling you, how do you kind of make money that way? Because you've got to juggle more than one. I guess they look at it more like, which I don't agree with that whole circle, where... You got four jobs going on. That means you got four deposits going on. You got yeah. four draws going on. Yeah. Sure, but now you've got four projects that you have to manage and make sure that's all going on. And hopefully, your second project is not feeding your first project, and your fourth that's, is not feeding your. And third. that's usually what happens. Yeah, that's the Peter Paul thing happens very quickly before yeah. you even realize it. You blink and it happened. It's yeah. happening.
0: And that's um, I never did that before, even in my first business. Um, I stayed till the job was done. Yeah. But I still didn't have a grasp of finances back then, or just a business uh, uh, mindset. Um, but uh, yeah, it's um, it, as long as you know um, you know how you work, you know what you're getting into. You're not biting off more than you can chew, and you can um, estimate down, you know, to, to a fine point um, how long the job's going to take. Yeah. Um, you charge that's experience. That's experience, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's still um, because I, you know, like like this one here. um, uh, There's nothing out of the ordinary that I'm finding on the job, but I'm finding some things that are taking a little bit
1: longer than normal. But I'm not going to go back to the client and go, "Hey, you owe me more money." You know, that's on me. You You have to weigh it. You have to look at it and go, "Okay, well, I mean, I'm going to go back for two hundred bucks. I'm going to go back for five hundred bucks." And what's that going to do? It's just going to sour everything. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm not
0: learning from it because now I'm worried. You know, so what I, because I keep a daily log on everything. My Good. Um, I even, well, I, I, I bring my briefcase everywhere I go just in case. Um, but I've got um, a notebook on, so I'm writing outstanding operating procedures on labor. Uh, I'm starting in administration as well because of how I run the office. Um, you know, it's just a room at home, but um, I have everything. still an right office. Up. It's still an office and it still functions as one. Um, so I've got my cork boards. They're all sectioned off um i've got into um I've, I've i've got like 19 different accounts um and everything has a purpose yeah uh, percentage yep um and um it's just uh you're running a business i'm running a where'd business.
1: where'd you get this sean though like where'd you get how did you did you read something yes okay. um so
0: going back to uh, adam adam um my karate partner yeah. he um he started reading these books called Profit First by uh, Mike Michalowicz. Okay. And um, so he, um, during the pandemic, while we were teaching online, we'd have a little bit of a lull in between classes. So I just kind of, you know, he's, you know, busy away. And I just ask him, you know, like, how, you know, how, how are you getting into this, you know, and how are you doing this? And he, he'd tell me and, you know, read this, read this book, check it out. So I did. So I, I started with, um, Profit First for Contractors, written by uh, Sean Van Dyke, and yep. he's um, he's under Mike Michalowicz. And um, then from there, I started I bought uh, the Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, Pumpkin Plant. I just I'm I'm probably about nine different books deep. I even bought actually the very first book I bought was Rich Dad Poor Dad. <laughs> Everybody should read that. I think so because yeah. it's not it doesn't give you a clear path. Um, it's anecdotal, but it gives you a it gave me it gave me a clear sense of what the other side was like um, and how I, you know, that whole expression of I've been doing it for 30 years while well, you've been doing and it wrong. wrong. Yeah. So, uh, and I've been doing it wrong. Um, and, and
1: by the way, all these books that you're mentioning, they're all relevant to construction. Yes. They may not necessarily be directly construction um, content, mm-hmm. but it's all relevant to the business of construction. Absolutely. It's just a different widget. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. Simple as that.
0: Yeah. So he, um, he told me about the books and, um, and it's been a firestorm since. Um, and it's mostly all audiobooks. I bought a couple um, uh, paperbacks, mostly stocks and stuff like yeah, that. So yeah, I got yeah. into them as well, uh, investments. But you're and that. driving
1: around, you're in the truck, you're you're like going to a job site, coming to pick out material, going to clients, leads, estimates. Yeah. Have that stuff going on instead of the latest Chilliwack. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> I'll save Chilliwack for on the job, you know? And, you know, um, and it's good that you're doing that. It's amazing that you, And then are you spreading that with the co op kid? Yes. Okay, so he's kind of getting... Because it's it's too easy for us tradespeople to have someone new on the site and just be 100% construction on the hands and tools and all this other crap. Mm-hmm. There's the mind part of the business, man. Yes. Like, you got to kind of sprinkle that in there as well, too. And I, I do. think that's what's different about the old dogs. They were all about the skills on site. They weren't so much about running the business. Mm-hmm. But I think all the new dogs... They're all about both sides now. Yeah. And they're yeah. trying to share both there's sides. There's a
0: lot more exposure to, um, nowadays because there's a lot more successful people. I yes. think maybe because of the social media aspect. And back then things were kind of black and white, I guess, you know, the, you know, the old boy go to, go to work, he'd do, you know, work his hands to the bone, come home, dinner is ready. You know, like, you know, the, the, old way. Right. Yeah. Um, but now it's, uh, even my wife, cause like when I came, when I met my wife, um, she, was, she had a very good financial you know, stability. She, you know, she owned her own home first. Um, you lucked out. I, I, <laughs> you know, I did luck out, and this was the second time we dated, so <laughs> I got really lucky and apologized. <laughs> but um, she, she had a really good um, uh, financial uh, discipline, and um, she was the reason why I was able to have credit it was. Un- I didn't have credit before. In My twenties were a mess. Yeah, we I all was a are. Disaster. Were and I not know. only just just financial. It was there was a lot of bad choices in my twenties. So I cleaned up. I smartened up, um, and that started with her. So I owe her everything,
1: absolutely everything. And now it's adding to the business. Oh, is successful it ever- business.
0: She can see it. Like she, she, every second Friday, she's like, yay. So the ultimatum worked. It did. It totally it, worked. It worked.
1: Yeah. Let me do a little OBC talk here. Yes. Again, up your alley, I think, because uh, I think on mic, or off, Mike, you told me about uh, the business that you had, right? Uh, panel type under lane uh, for flooring. Uh, Panel type underlay uh, must be used under ceramic tile uh, with applied adhesive, resilient flooring on wafer board or strand board, resilient flooring, uh, parquet flooring, ceramic tile, felted synthetic fiber, floor coverings, floor coverings or carpeted on, lumber subflooring or panel type subflooring with unsupported edges. Panel type underlay must be at least six mil thick. Uh, panel type underlay must be fastened with staples, uh, groove flooring nails or spiral nails spaced 150 mil apart, uh, to 200 mil, uh, nails must be at least 19 mil long for six mil underlay. Really? It must be three quarters of an inch for six mil quarter inch. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. Y- yeah. Because if you're using all, um, what are those boards called? Those sheets of, um, quarter inch poplar sheets apply it's, that are six mil. It's, um. I'm to remember that is right. Name. You're using three-quarter, which is 19 mil, yeah. to secure that. Yeah. I can't remember the name of those boards. Yeah. You do it for before you, it's prepped for uh, vinyl flooring or prep for vinyl nolium and stuff like that. It's all prep Yeah, for vinyl it's, it's all compressed uh, yes. stuff, right? Staples must have at least 1.2 mil shank, uh, diameter or thickness of 4.7 mil crown, be at least 22 mil long for 6 mil underlay uh, or 28 mil long for 7.9 mil for gradient underlay. There's a lot of stuff that I haven't done. Jeez. I never got into any of that stuff.
0: You know what? I'm, I may have to get um, get copies of those. because those, Well, you know what? And I'll say this. And I'll
1: correct it as well, too, that, I mean, we I, I got to still do, uh, I got to show a poster. On, well, I don't know how this is all going to work because uh, uh, tracks.co. C-O, she's always correcting me because I kept on saying .com or .ca. But um, there's a website. There's going to be a show coming out, and I'll, I'll tell you right now, and everyone's going to quickly learn. You can get all your building code information online. Oh, sweet. The whole thing. Type it in search. It'll give you everything that's connected to it. Good. And it'll give you all the tables. It'll give you all the hyperlinks. It'll give you everything. Good. So tracks.co.co. Okay. Uh, You can go on there right now and sign up. It's a monthly. And then, uh, so we did a show with them. We're going to post a show. And they walked us through the whole thing, the app and everything. Right on. So it's like, you don't need those big books anymore. Uh, You need that website now. Good. So that's where we're getting a lot of this information about the OBC, which is, you know, relevant to other people across the country. Oh, absolutely. But they're also doing codes for every province here and territories. Okay. All right. Which is very, very cool. Nice. So they started with OBC, with the Ontario Building Code. Good. Started at home. Uh, start at home. Well, I mean, this is where I guess the majority of the population of the country is. Uh, oh, yeah. And then a lot of the construction is going on here. We and have like the highest number of uh, small businesses
0: that open. Yeah. And I think we have the highest number of small businesses that close. <laughs> I think it's like 91% or something like that. Probably the most
1: amount of political corruption. Too. Oh, <laughs> no, no. We're
0: clean, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Squeaky clean. Yes. I've always
1: said it. Not, ne- not necessarily everybody in a suit is squeaky clean. No. No, even okay. though we got work where it's all covered up in dirt and everything, we're probably cleaner than some <laughs> of them. That's a whole other podcast. Yes. Um, all right, Sean. So now from there, are you going to continue saving everybody? Because I'm off mic we were talking about how hmm. in the beginning all of us do that, and Carlitos have been the same way. It's like you get the phone calls, you get the emails, you get the DMs, and it's like, please help me, please help yes. me, please help me. <sighs> you know what? I do because I
0: enjoy it. You enjoy I it? I enjoy the challenge. Um, I enjoy um I don't know, maybe maybe it is part of an ego thing, a fulfillment thing to it's help. Not, people.
1: It's not it's not. I, I think you we look at it like we have skills. Yeah. And it's it's not that you walk in there with your chest pumping and I oh, can yeah, I yeah. can save your house, which I can save your family. I can No, it's like you've got this experience and this knowledge that you can share. Share. Yeah. So it's like you're helping them out whenever yeah. you can, right? Yeah. But I think the more you grow and you learn and i mean i've sh- i've shared my i've taught a lot of guys you know what i mean like you get on site and you just you just teach them right the show is teaching all the time right yes it's just like it's got to get to a point where i can't be everywhere and it goes back to your point about how you've got to schedule time for your family and you that's gotta true. be organized so that's it's true. like i've got my personal life as well too yep uh so you got to make time for that that's true yeah um i
0: i do enjoy it um I don't know. I never thought about that. Uh, I probably will keep it Um, only because as I scale um, and I do because I I do do a small amount of custom work. I have a custom railing job coming up. Um, The problem right now is sourcing out materials because the clients want um, uh, they want uh, like a branch style, like a hardwood branch style railing um they were in they do a lot of world traveling and they were in japan they, oh they saw it in japan <laughs> yeah um but um i started with I, I talked to uh building inspectors home inspectors and um they just gave me the same spiel as long as it's you know so and so 36 42, 42 uh, in space, yeah, yeah. or in bit, yeah uh so I thought, you know what i'm gonna run with that because i've built um railings before so i'm i'm okay with that i'm just gonna go uh, peg and hole style but i gotta go hardwood now it's sourcing going to be sourcing the materials um and they know that
1: you're gonna turn your own or are you gonna get someone to turn them i i don't know yet i want to find the stuff first have um, they shown you a picture of what? Uh, no actually i did uh okay. they showed me
0: they showed me a really rough picture of of where they were where they saw it and it was really blurry so i i just started I, back to the almighty google yeah. and um like a lot of my jobs i i you know i i'll i'll, I'll take a whole whack of pictures and And then they might like, you know, the railing on this one, the newel post on that, maybe the spacing on the spindles or how the design, you know, and then I just kind of put it together. Um, I did that with a few clients um, in Milton. One particular, um, they wanted this, uh, like, a uh, pergola-style bench in their backyard, and um, they didn't know where to start, this and that. So I, you know, Googled a whole bunch of pictures. I sent it to them, and they picked out the stuff they wanted. Then I drew it up on graph paper and all in, you know – plan view and all the full sh- shebang and uh you hard drew it
1: like you pen paper paper not computing that sketchup no not no really old yeah
0: that's how we learned in, in trade school okay yeah how right. to do it yeah i don't i don't I, i'm actually starting to look into um um 3d renderings okay um but uh, no I, I did it all uh, by uh, pencil and paper and ruler and i measured each of the squares and so everything was scaled and um i was able to figure out my material list um, I had the plans with me while I was fabricating it on site. It took me two weeks, um, and um, it, they still love it. They still absolutely love it. It's it's so it's got
1: it's got a bench and it's got a, a, a like an on a canopy over it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's actually it's on my yeah. on my post too. Nice. One of the earlier posts, um, but uh, yeah, and it's storage too. So the three uh, three benches come up, and I put um, um, I keep wanting to call them hydraulic arms, but they're not the hydraulic. But they're the slow close arms on them, uh, just because they have a daughter too, and they don't want to care traps and stuff but yeah. they, you know they store all their winter and summer stuff in there and they wanted a little hideaway because the sun came around the backside and they wanted to be able to pull up the dining nice. table on the deck and eat there if they wanted to or read a book or fall asleep, you know but uh, they still absolutely love it what so. was the
1: wood that you ended up using it was straight pressure treated okay
0: um and um yeah they finished it themselves Afterwards, yeah. So that was that was also a good trade off because I didn't I didn't want to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to, you know. And but they were they were adamant that they wanted to do that,
1: and I said that's fine. Uh, I'll build the thing and have that or have So how it. did you price that, Sean? Uh, hourly. Just did it. Uh, you you guesstimated that it was going to take you this much. About a
0: couple weeks. Um, I priced out the materials to the dollar um and i went straight local um by the way um shout out to uh lumberville and uh milton you guys are awesome um every no one can say enough about these guys pasquale who owns the place he's owned it for i don't even know how long they're a mainstay the quality of of service there is absolutely unbelievable um I
1: can't say enough about that. So something. it's the only shop that he has, the only store? I think it's the only shop that he has, yeah. And he's I love a that busy that, dude. Yeah, I love that they survived. Yes. I totally love that they survived. Yeah. And they continue. And they still have
0: a whole huge crew, big big yard, uh, constant. Uh, everyone's going in and out. Everyone talks about that place, how great it is. And so they've done well. So I so I sourced it out from them right down to the dollar. Uh, the homeowner and I, we went to go pick it up. Um, and he helped me on the first day with the augering. And after that, it was all me. So, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that was
0: hourly. That was, that was hourly Cause I, I told him, I said, I've done it before. Like I've, I've built the, you know, obviously it was a little bit on the different side, but uh, I, I just told him, you know, it's going to be this much hourly. I figured give or take about a couple weeks. Uh,
1: so they have a, uh, they have an idea. But then you're also coming across like these, these WTF sh- projects that you're going to be sharing soon. Yeah. Just certain things that just come up that straight up we've all done this like you kind of scratch your head going how did you figure out to build it that way or why did you throw a thousand nails
0: into that three inch baseboard yeah like the piece is only this big and it looks like a bed of nails like (laughs)
1: what are you doing it takes longer sometimes when you you try to calculate like it actually takes longer to do it that way than it is to do it the proper way yeah so why not just do it the proper way? that's where efficiency but i guess they they don't know the proper way.
0: that's the thing i don't think it, it whether they know it or they don't or they don't care
1: <laughs> i try and stay away from that is probably check all the boxes that's what i'm thinking <laughs> that's, that's all what I'm it thinking. is check all the boxes yeah. i want to figure out because i'm always trying to figure this out what color tool are you but i'm leaning towards blue are you really i love bosch
0: absolutely love bosch now you guys are I, far
1: and few right because i'm the only one and there's a handful of others but you the know, majority of people are dewalt I okay, so um, I'm not going to knock
0: any um, any company, um, but I've never had a good experience with DeWalt. Not one thing I've used or purchased has ever worked. Um, (laughs) I got a funny story. So, um, so that's with that. Um, When it comes to other things like um, like Rigid, I got a few Rigid things, um, like their vacuum. I still have their vacuum. That vacuum with the wide hose, yes. It's indestructible. It is okay. So when I first opened up in 2010, I um, Home Depot had one of those special sale on the, on the six gallon. It was thirty dollars at the time, and they had like two of them left. I bought it. It just crapped out last February.
1: Mine's still going. And you know what? It was
0: just the um, it was the the brushes. And I'm going to switch the brushes out now. I've got two because I got the, I bought the big sixteen gallon. It's a good
1: vacuum. They
0: I don't know what it
1: is about that vacuum, but it is a good vacuum. Yeah, wet dry. Yeah, you could even. Wet and dry And then just emptied it out It's just sludge But yeah. it's a good vacuum It's all good
0: That's why we have the punks Right <laughs> <laughs> Another Sorry Another
1: Sean Sent me a picture He was at Home Depot Sean Taggy uh, He listens And uh, he sent a picture Of one of the aisles And it said Pitcher hangers Labeled Yeah And then he just said Manny I went down the aisle And I didn't see a single DeWalt there <laughs> So I just started laughing. I sent it to Carlito. I sent it to a few people, and I was like, "If you listen to the show, you kind of get that joke at yeah, that yeah. point." But okay,
0: so you're rigid uh, Bosch. Bosch, predominantly Bosch. Um, all my uh, impact drivers and drills are Bosch. Um, so I, I, all, all cordless. Um, my my, I bought the um, Power Boss. Um, uh, the big. Big Bluetooth speaker. Oh, the radio.
1: Oh yeah. I don't care what anybody says. The best radio on the market. It is. I don't care what anybody says. DeWalt's is not better. Milwaukee's not no. better. Makita's that little lunchbox looking thing. Yeah. I don't understand that look of it. Whatever. Yeah. Bosch's Cube Power Box thing is amazing. It's it the technology in it's awesome. Yes. And I think I got that thing about well,
0: three year three years ago when it, that version came out. Have you out.
1: broken your uh, receptacle covers? Nope. Man, mine are both broken. I don't know if it's because guys use it and they just rip the cord, and all of a sudden it just breaks oh, the cover. No, and it just annoys me that they're broken, but it still kicks. But, I, away but you
0: know what? Though I also work alone too, right? And I got That's and true. the kids very uh, kids That's very particular. Well, he's he's respectful. Let's put it that way. He's very respectful. So I'm so not yet, but um, yeah, it, it may happen. It may happen. Who it knows? Happen, Depends on good. who else I you know hire on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Bosch predominantly, um, and uh, just recently like I'll be cruising through Home Depot and I will look over there's a clearance section cruise in and I was I was in Hamilton heading up to the job I was had to pick up something and I saw the glory the Starlock brushless multi tool for $99 the 12 or the 18
1: the 18 volt why were they selling it so cheap I don't know was there something wrong with it no in the box though in the box it was just authorized. Why button, are they selling man. it so cheap?
0: I don't. I, oh, slow moving. That's what it was. It was slow moving. So from two two thirty down to ninety nine bucks. So you no, bought it? No brainer. Yeah, oh yeah, it was course. just a tool, but that's okay. I have I got a slew of b- batteries. Like uh, Lowe's is great for um, if you want to go on clearance. Home Depot not so much, uh, but I find Lowe's is great for uh, clearance tools, uh, especially like when you know you're working with tight margins and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I think Lowe's had a big sale a few weeks
1: ago on Lowe's is disappearing. Yeah, they got
0: bought out, right? Yeah. So you got to get They're all going to
1: disappear. So um, maybe it's a good opportunity for everybody to walk in and see what's going on. That's, yeah. You're going to see a lot of yellow tags on stuff. Yeah. yeah. Starlux, nice. It's great. Just keep your thumbs away from it. Ah, uh, fair enough. I just sometimes, I, it's not that it's pinched me or caught me. Yeah. It just, it, it's got these teeth. Oh, is it when you've put the thing in the, lo- and you drop the lock? Yeah. Drop the lock back and it sucks it back. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of just looks like, that could be a problem someday, yes. but it, it, it never has. It just, it's kind of, but it locks. Okay. It locks. It does. And it's such a quick release. Yeah, I, I love know. it. I know. I love, I love it. it so much. So for a hundred bucks. I know. Man, I know. Now you're going to spend $2,000 on blades. I
0: will. <laughs> now, I man. Amazon. Oh, and that's the other thing too, with um, um, these uh, business and finance books, I've had to learn how to be frugal without being cheap right so now what i'll do is uh, like before this basement job so i think a week before the basement job i had a list of all the tools that i needed or materials that i needed so i just went straight to amazon i thought you know what i just will try. check, and i'm referencing so i've got my laptop open I do the I got same my phone thing, man. and it's like home depot and lowe's price I this the and same that. thing and so i i create my list that way so and then i just um you know send my order and it, it comes in like the next day, it's great. Um, some others are like a month and a half away, which is fine because it's half the price of what I normally would cost. So I, I went to buy like like uh, rigid filters. Yes. They've gone through the roof. They've doubled in price because they used to be like 27, 28 bucks for the double pack, right? So now they're like 50 bucks. So on Amazon, I found them for like, 35 after taxes.
1: Amazon's a funny monkey, man, because if they start seeing a lot of buying on a particular item, Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't think construction items are a lot of buying. Yeah. But as soon as they start seeing it, like, it just, the price jumps. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you little shits, man. Okay. So you got to be careful. Like, it's almost like you don't want to tell anybody. Don't. yeah i know i know i know we <laughs> listen can, amazon's got safety goggles out. for like 10 bucks or something go to amazon and buy these right and all of a sudden the next week you'll see that same pair of safety goggles oh. for like 20 bucks
0: you know it's funny you say that okay it um, happens
1: i'm telling you the truth it happened um it well you know what? it may have happened with this product
0: i bought a drywall banjo um okay. about six months ago um and um 26 bucks holy the Home max 20 yeah the whole and it was and I went to check for another one because I thought this is this is great and I can get the kid to learn how to use one. Eighty-three dollars. Fuckers, man. I know. I know. Yes. Yeah. They do it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I but know. you know what though, I find that Amazon's kind of it's they're out to lunch when it comes to pricing. Because sometimes you can see something that's that's like, you know, twelve times the price, right? Of what it
1: normally is. But then, you know,
0: six months later it's like almost half the price. Did that's you
1: ever sure. get a Bosch uh is it uh 18 amp, the bigger brick battery. I bought a four uh amp hour, um, but
0: I didn't get the eight sorry, eight amp. No, no, I didn't go. go I got a four. I I got one.
1: How is it? It was uh, it's big. The stupid thing about it is that they've put on a little nub so you can't put it on any smaller tools. It's designed specifically for a miter battery tool oh okay right so so you got to cut that little you know wink wink from the salesperson you got to cut that little nub off and then you could throw it on your impact you could throw it on your oscillating if you wanted to yeah uh chew through uh, brick (laughs) it's it's massive but the thing is like i think it was 300 bucks oh yeah yeah, then you go to amazon it's 500 bucks then you go back to like places like Missaga Hardware or some other place and it's like, okay, there's so like three and a quarter or whatever. Then you'll by just chance go to Amazon. And you're like, oh, it's like three hundred bucks. They just float. It just yeah. magically floats. Sometimes you'll find I think last week I just checked for shits and giggles. I don't necessarily want to buy any more. I think I saw one, two of them with a charger for five hundred and forty nine. Oh, really? Eh? And I was like, wait a minute. Two, I know. Where the I don't need the chargers, and they're quick charge, right? And I'm like, that's, it, that's a really good deal? Is it the wireless style? The charge? Char- no, 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 no. It's the quick one with the button. You got to push the the red button so you can. Oh, speed I haven't up. seen those yet. You haven't seen those? Oh, I haven't seen. I've those got yet. a few of those, man. Oh, man. They're actually. I think those are the best charge so You throw on the battery there. Yeah, just hit the quick release, and it it's gets like full a turbo charge. Yeah, twenty minutes full charge away. No yes. Right on. So I like those ones the best, and
0: that's the eight uh, amp hour that's ones the, that ch- that could charge that up and like it can try char- Yeah, the eight the
1: big battery. No I know, so that's why I saw it on Amazon. I was like, I don't fucking need it, but that's a good. You deal. need it. <laughs> <laughs> you need it. But it is. I mean, it's good. And uh, I mean, at point, at some point, these batteries are just going to get too too much, and everybody's like changing up the batteries, and mm. I don't understand it, man. Well, you know what? The word I'm starting to
0: find now that I got the kid. Um, you he know, needs one well yeah like it's good to have because every day so he'll he gets there within about 15 minutes before me because he's a lot closer and uh, he's trying to get his three hours so it's fine so start at eight thirty, but i give him a list the night before and i leave it at his spot um and one of them is put all the char- batteries on the chargers you know um so he'll take the old ones off put them on the you know guns or whatever and um you know get that right so it's a constant cycle right so he can get into that routine He know he understands um but the worst is when you go, you know, it's like, I'll be doing decking or something like that. And it's like. <laughs> no power. No power. No all right, power, boys, we're going for lunch. <laughs> it's like 10 o'clock. <laughs> I do like Bosch's. Uh, they've got that six battery charger. I've seen those. Is it the stand up
1: style? I, I I got that for a hundred bucks, I think. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah. And I like that it charges each one. So you could throw all six on, do one full charge. Next one. Next one. Next one. Oh, yeah. So they're charging fast. I think twenty minutes. Oh, yeah. So that's well, why I like it a lot. Yeah, that's right? pretty cool. And so that's why I've got all these red button ones. I've got the older one. I've got one wireless one, but I'm always using that six pack one. Yeah, I like that. The well, best. it's convenient. It's too, convenient. Right? It's right there. Right. Yeah. But then you get the Milwaukee boys talking about oh, ours is better. They have their six version, and I'm like, everybody's tool brand is good. Whatever works best for you. Exactly. Their job site. Exactly. That's all. And if Dewalt. You got pictures to hang then by all means, hang some pictures <laughs> yeah <laughs> what 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 reno do you like the best like do you like doing bathrooms kitchens custom carpentry trim decks oh. what is it that you like
0: you like the best you know what i don't know people have asked me that before and i still can't give an answer because my attention spans all over the place i have an interest in everything and one of the the things that I liked about working in the ironworkers was I was never on a job for very long. Mm. So, um, and it's kind of the same. So I get to see a different place, different job, you know, and change. There's a, a, um, there's a positive and negative to changing gears, right? Because um, I'll, I'll do like an entire house of flooring for a few weeks and then I'll change gears for the next job. And it's like, it's just drywall or it's a, a bathroom, right? So, you know, things you know the mentality changes the pace changes uh my music changes <laughs> <laughs> um you know like um it's uh, it depends right because um i i love hanging doors and it's a it's a slower pace for me i go right from scratch i call it stick build um Popular jams and uh, uh you know an mdf jam well, no no i'll no. never do mdf okay. jams because uh, once you pop that screw in that's it it's done and, it, and it can't. And they can't really sustain. Um, yeah, uh, um, I I try and keep it economical for most of my clients. Uh, joint pine. Yeah, yeah. finger joint. Um, finger joint's great. It is. It's great. Um, and I just love the smell of the wood when you cut it. Right. Just, MDF. Don't like it that much. No. <laughs> you no. Know, it's good for some things, um, but um, yeah, I love I love hanging doors. I love the slow pace of the doors. I even told the kid uh, when we um, we were in that uh, basement there. Um, you know, I like I like to listen to classical music when I got my doors hanging because it's a slow pace, it's very meticulous, it's methodical, um, there's no rush. But when I when I'm putting in hardwood, slip knot all the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. So it it just it varies. And then when I'm doing, you know, we're doing drywall, I got uh, I got the class rock on. You know, yeah. so it's it's all over the place. Yeah.
1: When does Britney show up?
0: Um, Usually at the end of the day (laughs) After everyone's gone
1: I'm in my car alone crying (laughs) (laughs) It hit me one more time That's hilarious man I love it And I'm the same way too But then you can't deal with That house full of young guys you start throwing on jazz, you start throwing on classical, and they start looking at you going, what is this shit? Then they put on their euro beats. that one track is about 30 minutes long. Yeah, yeah, and it's the same beat. It's the same beat, and I'm like, yes. is this still the same song? Because I've already moved all this material in here, man. What's going on? Yeah. Just leave it alone, leave it alone.
0: <laughs> That's why sometimes I like the noise-canceling earbuds those are good too they're good um they're good for most applications but not all um they can be uh and i told the kid too about this um it was a number of years ago i was on an iron worker job where i I heard about um on another job where the the kid had noise cancelling earbuds and he was in a hole cleaning it out and the old boy his father was using um was operating and i think he buried him oh yeah because the kid couldn't hear right because he had them in and it was yeah so it was uh, that was sad but that was a good learning experience because now i know when to and not to yeah you
1: know um it's hard on a construction side i know concrete guys have talked about that especially when there's a pump and cranes and you're yes. hoisting oh absolutely yeah you you gotta
0: you gotta have your ears alert right yes absolutely yeah. uh, no no even like um i i would say like not even don't even put the speaker on You know, if you're, you're, yeah, they're also
1: adamant about, against music. Yeah. Uh, They want to crank it all the time. Yeah. But that just creates another problem. Yes, it does. Yeah. 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 You always have to be,
0: um, you always have to be on point, especially with, when you're operating with machines, period.
1: Anything machine-related. There's a new headsets that are out on the market already, I think, that actually cancel the harsh noise but still let you communicate with other people. So you could still hear people talking to you. No way. But you're getting rid of all those really high-pitched, harsh machinery noises and stuff. So you're saving your ears, but you're still aware. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, there's, there's, and there's a lot of uh, two-way like, communication. So a lot of crews will throw on the headset— so you can you're it's like us talking on the show right now yeah, 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 it's yeah. like that and so oh. these are all new techs that are all coming and, and they're out there already i think three m already has it
0: i wonder if they um i wonder if they have a different uh wave frequency it's gotta that be something can, yeah, yeah that's what i'm thinking they're yeah. able to, to um uh, absorb
1: that um and or isolate that right that that's interesting. I mean, gone are the days. I remember we did the Profasco show, and we were there, and they were giving us the heads up on all the decibels and damages and how yes. loud a certain tool is. And and it's like the more you time, more time you spend in construction, the, the easier you are about. I don't give a shit. I look like an idiot putting on these cans and protecting my ears. Yeah, I'm protecting my ears, man. Yeah. Well, we're saying we've learned this. Your head between two joists, and you're using an impact gun. Mm-hmm. I don't care which impact gun. It's that reverbs like oh yeah here's in your ear man. Yeah, yeah you can't i can only imagine sheet workers like metal yeah hvac guys like it's harsh Tin knockers man yeah, yeah man. you're banging on that stuff it's just rattling all day long yeah. you know you don't want to be the old guy go huh yeah. what yeah no you don't want to be like that man yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember um i
0: remember doing uh some shutdowns in the uh like the Fast or course or something like that and I'd gear myself up from head to toe. I'd put on, you know, the respirators, earplugs, you know, know, the full shebang. Like, I I was asking for goggles. Like, I'm one of the very few. Well, mostly the apprentices were doing it um, because they stressed it. Um, But I always, always had to make sure. Um, and then, then there's my old man saying, "Hey, bring an extra change of clothes because you don't want to get into your truck all dirty." You know, so he'd be he fabricated this uh, little seat for his hitch. He'd sit at the end of it, change his boots. Cha- he'd strip right down, right out in the bloody parking lot. I like, love it. Oh yeah, and he put on nice fresh clothes and cruise on home, and he's all fresh as a daisy. And
1: you know, so it's you know. I hated those earlier days. You get into your work van, and all of a sudden there's like a, a layer of dirt and dust on the dash. I can't stand that now. I yeah. got rid of that a long time ago.
0: I take my uh, I, I I take my truck to uh, the auto spa every uh, every few months. I have to. It's a different <laughs> feeling, man. When you
1: walk in there at the end of the day, he's right about changing your work, man. Yeah, like it's just you're covered in dirt and whatever. Yeah, man. yeah. Get into a clean vehicle. Yeah. Get, get home looking relatively presentable. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah no, I Absolutely, totally agree man. I totally agree. It's
0: like um, I don't know if um, you've heard of uh, Jordan Peterson. Of course. Um, yeah. Like one of the lessons he says is. Clean your room. Yeah. Start with your, you know, your environment. Yeah. Um. And
1: I took that to heart. Yeah. Um, but all the trees people listening, your truck, your van, your workspace—that's your environment. Yeah. You can't have a pristine home, and then go to work in a like chaos yeah. cab, chaos workstation, chaos trailer. Yeah. You can't have any of that stuff. Yeah. Like you got to take a lot. And I see a lot of guys like they'll they'll it's furniture making sometimes in these trailers furniture making sometimes in the back of the van right which is totally great uh looks expensive yeah uh but i mean that's the kind of idea just organization it doesn't yes. have to be doesn't have to be like cabinetry where everything has
0: a place and every yes. place has its thing and i was trying to teach the kid that so like uh twice a week i try and get him to organize the tools um every friday i tell him it's a big rollback Tools have to be reorganized and they have to go back in their spots. and You have to know why it's in that spot because every time you need that tool, you know that it's there go back and to get go it. back and get it. Yeah. Um, Friday's big cleanup always. You know, He's usually out by like 11 because he's got to go back to class on Fridays. But uh, he does big cleanup. He takes all the garbage out to the truck and pops in the back. The place looks real nice because ultimately it's the homeowner's home, you know, and they got to come down, you know, whether they want to see a mess. No, you know.
1: A mess contributes to uh, a negative impression of the actual work in progress. Absolutely. It does.
0: Yeah. Especially if you're sitting there trying to spout this, I, I'm different, you know, <laughs> and then you turn out the same,
1: <laughs> then <laughs> you're not. <laughs> no. How'd you get the, it's a whole high school program or you came across it or. Okay.
0: So, um, it's a little nepotistic. Uh, All right. If uh, you don't want no, to share you don't share. No, I'm, I'm more than okay. happy to. No, no. I'm, I'm really happy to go down this road. Um, so my, um, my older cousin has hired me for a bunch of renovation jobs and her, um, her son is in, um, uh, in high school. Okay. Uh, one of the, um, uh, I think, I think it's one of the local, uh, private schools around here. Okay. Uh, but, um, he wanted to get into being an electrician. He, his mom is corporate. His dad is bank. Oh yeah. They're smart too. They're real sharp. Uh, but he didn't want to, uh, so she, you know, he didn't have any contacts and the, the, um, uh, co-op teacher didn't have any trade contacts either. So, um, my cousin just said, Hey, why don't you just hop on with Sean? And it was great because at that time I was at her house doing her reno.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, um, so I gave him literature. I gave him my admin, my SOP book. I said, okay, I clipped together the pages for, for hardwood and demo. I said, uh-huh. read these over the next couple of days monday i'm gonna grill you on it and he came in monday and i asked him questions and he answered them properly and that's when we got to work Uh, and then from there uh so he is my little cousin i guess you can say
1: that's interesting yeah so it's just a formality with the co-op program and then he gets his hours yeah he
0: gets his hours um and it's um i've uh, was it like uh because it's private school there's no wsib involved it's private insurance okay um it doesn't come out on my end but what i do is i try and um I'll uh, I'll upgrade my tool and then I'll clean it up and give it to him and show him how to work it. And now he's got a toolbox with uh, tons of tools. You know nice. he's got squares, clamps, nice. um, you know, stud finder. And uh, you know, first thing I gave him was the um, uh, gloves, safety glasses, knife, pencil. And I told him, keep your uh, tape measure on you, and your pencil sharp every time. And from there, you'll you'll be fine. Carpenter's pencil
1: or Pica? Uh, Carpenter's pencil. <laughs> Listen, I love Carpenter's Pencils, okay? I don't like Picas.
0: I I don't know. I don't think I've ever... The Picas? Everybody
1: all over social media is all Pica. Oh, yeah? I had a a Snickers version of it, and I did the mistake of leaving the lead, because it comes in different color leads for different applications. I left it on my dash summertime. Oh, okay. It just became all... Oh, it's like a wax. Yeah, it's all melted.
0: Oh, yes, I've seen it. We used to use them um, with my old flooring boss. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I was I could never find the lead for them. I always had the uh, the, the holsters, but I couldn't find the leads because they were great for flooring. Because really, you had like a you know you have to leave a three quarter gap, right? So it's easy to just find that spot. Whereas like you know uh, I'll be cutting a threshold, and it's like gotta use the
1: knife. It's not it's gotta be perfect, right?
0: No, but yeah, no. carpenter's
1: ventils never melt. Nope, ever. Nope. Doesn't matter which one it is. Uh, Green Book Talk: Hazards of LVT. This is kind of up your alley, no? Uh, luxury vinyl plank or tile. Sorry, luxury yeah. luxury vinyl tile and plank. I didn't even know that LVT also is LVP. Yep, yeah. it's just uh, different um, uh, shape. That's all it is, right? Yeah. Is made of mainly uh, polyvinyl chloride PVC. Uh, polyvinyl chloride is known carcinogen and contains health and environment. I didn't even know all this stuff. Oh no! Oh, it's all full of just toxins and uh, yeah. dioxins and uh, all this. What the hell is dioxin dioxin it's is all that wonderful
0: ge- stuff that preserves you
1: <laughs> generally only released when exposed to heat so when it catches on fire i guess hazardous if installed near a radiator or fireplace luxury vinyl tile can release uh plath- is that what it is oh My- phthalates phthalates sorry yeah. phthalates yeah. for years after installation i didn't know that yeah i heard that too yeah in smaller less ventilated areas will build up can cause severe learning and developmental disabilities in children. It can affect... Wow, this is all from LVT and LVP. Uh, Okay. LVT flooring effects in the home are yet to be seen, but contractors consistently working with and cutting the material should wear PPE to protect against higher exposure to harmful chemicals.
0: Absolutely. That's why I like using a knife,
1: snapping, corn snap. And that's instead of airborne and chopping, cutting. Yeah, if
0: I have to, I I take it outside and rail, rail the upwind and...
1: Let i guess everybody thinks that it looks like wood so it must be wood but there isn't a single piece of wood in there not even close Nothing, no right no it's all plastic it's all plastic yeah right? and the thing is is with that the the
0: big upgrade from laminate right so we all had the MDF. Do they still make laminate? Oh, yeah. oh oh god yeah really oh, they yeah, still yeah. make it yeah. sell it oh yeah 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 i hated laminate yeah i i do too um but i like it if it's well made and I always tell the client, you know, uh, if they're purchasing the material, because uh, this basement client, he went and purchased his uh, laminate. But I told him, if um, it's got to be like dead nuts. It's got to be solid. You got to feel it for yourself. Um, you know, uh, it's your choice whether you want to go Chinese, German, um, Swiss, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But make sure it's well made because the old stuff was very... Uh, you, could, you could run your eye down the groove, and if you see fibers then it's crap but if it's clean cut it's good um why would we
1: be seeing fibers
0: it's the it's the makeup of the uh the mdf nowadays i think they find they they they're making it out of an hdf the high density right yeah. so it's a lot more compressed it's yeah. harder it's a hardboard, right um i find the quality a lot better for a better price nowadays um, but the stuff he picked up was was actually really good really nice i checked it out and, yeah
1: it's interesting, that bunkie that I built a couple of years ago, it comes with a, a VFT, right? And uh, the guys at the bunkie place were telling me, man, you could leave it outside. It could rain. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. And we left it outside. It rained, and it got soaked, and it, yeah. nothing happens to yeah. it. Yeah, and
0: it's bulletproof, Most yeah. of some of this stuff. I tried firing a nail into one. <sighs> Big mistake. Good thing I was wearing my glasses. just compressed. Like It's, oh, it's man. really hard. Oh, it just curls that nail and it fires off wow can't get through nail through yeah so if water can't penetrate it in night or the nail in wow oh but okay so there's a um uh something to that um when people are people are putting them in their basements right uh because they think yeah. they're waterproof right yeah um if you ever end up having a flood you're still tearing it out
1: you have to Ensure. take it out to
0: air it out yeah and then technically that, this is the v
1: the, the lfd though uh, right? yeah yeah but laminate is be, a different story laminate's done yeah it's yeah, done.
0: yeah it's like a sponge with with water yeah it's toast
1: yeah we were just told that you'd have to take it out let it air out and then put it back in and it'd be fine yeah but that stuff is so thin
0: and delicate um, even trying to install l and LB- hard to lVt P- yeah. T- yeah you're yeah. you're best off just um trying to write a claim just to get some new stuff to be honest with you because that stuff's gonna tear yeah you know, all the 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 tongue's gonna bust and you're not gonna get a proper um, a proper click
1: so a lot of clients asking you for using those kinds of flooring. are they going all natural wood um it's a mix. Uh, a lot of people are
0: going LVP in the basement, wood on the other floors. Um, a lot of people are getting into uh, engineered. I used to be hard against uh, engineered because back when I first started flooring, engineering meant um, soft. Um, you know, it was it was it was it had that perfect finish yeah. to it, right? Yeah. Um, so you had you know it was almost like a. You had to be very delicate, you know, whereas um solid it was it was an ego thing, I think, at the time in the hardwood industry. Yeah. Um, but then as years went on, I started realizing there's actually tons of benefits to uh engineered because uh it can withstand humidity differences like beyond so now you can get into because now I'm getting into uh like nine and a half inch wide. They're getting wider wider and wider. But the uh, expansion and contraction throughout the year right They're stable stable it's fantastic i
1: just right? never liked that okay there was two mil and they always talked about a minimum two sandings and i'm like how would you get a minimum two sandings out of a two mil i don't think anybody nowadays ever since
0: they don't want to sand they don't care because um, i always tell them you know what if you want to re-sand this you're gonna have to move out basically um it doesn't all your furnishings everything's got to go everything yeah and if you got young ones in the house you got to get them you, out you get out um yeah so it's just it just turns into you know and the, and this kind of uh, you know like because uh, i don't i don't do it myself
1: um i would just you hire somebody else just hire somebody else you're almost better just to rip and i've done this before you rip it out yeah and do it each room at a time yeah find your starting point on the floor yeah work your way and yeah. then go into a room do that room, move all that furniture in, into that room, yep. and then hops... Like that's, the, that's how it works that's right That's the now. best way. If you try to resand and site finish everything, you're out of the house for a minimum of two weeks. Yeah. And then you're going to be complaining about the smell for another two, three months. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's nicer. People, like, they like it because of the grooves and everything like that. You get, you uh, get that
0: clean finish, but you know what? It doesn't last very long because... Um, the way they, they build the substructure, it's you know the the minimum code, um, you know it's OSB and all this nonsense. No way. There's way too much flexibility. So when you go to refinish uh, hardwood floor, um, the seams are going to start to crack wherever you filled it in prior to finishing it. It's going I've to seen it. yeah, I've, I've seen, seen it, it. too. Um, it's it's just it's just not worth it. It's good for a picture. Let's just say uh, you know uh, on a bad note, uh, if you're gonna move. <laughs> but um yeah just i just i try and explain to them you know yeah it looks it looks great once it's finished it's one uniform floor. it looks like how many kids the last how many dogs oh yeah Okay. let's go towards the rustic hands yeah reaction. yeah or distressed or you yes. know um a lot of and and now the thing is is um light uh natural blonde floors with dark accents which is really nice and now now uh i'm i have to redo my house now because of that so uh yeah
1: <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna wrap up soon oh okay I think, wow no, that I, went I, by well, oh, geez, that was jeez, that was awesome it? it's been like a hundred minutes so far oh. right? so I, I is there anything else you want to share or before um, i get into the 12 questions well
0: okay so i'd like to give a huge shout out i'd to to like to give big shout outs um for starters um both my parents for um for believing in in me um i wouldn't be who i am obviously as cheesy and as um, as it sounds it does uh, i wouldn't be without you know um i came from a family of of coupons in college right it's um you know my mom would stay up on on tuesdays was always left overnight she'd stay up uh wednesday night uh coupon clipping thursday was groceries you know that kind of thing my old man straight up blue collar He'd be doing shutdowns, all this stuff. Hey, we're going to school. Okay, he's gonna go do a shutdown to pay for that kind of thing, right? Um, and like I said, he's particular. I wouldn't know how to read a tape without him. He gave me the foundation, um, and um, then also my uncle, his older brother too. Um, he same thing. He gave me some foundation as well. Um, it's um, it's been it's been unbelievable. And then also one of my um, one of my mentors, um, Dave Guccione um you he was an iron worker as well he uh, my 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 old man was his mentor mm-hmm. and then he became mine and i model everything that i do off these two guys like my my job site is squeaky clean because nice. they showed me how yeah. um i so i had the um the co-op teacher come in for on-site evaluation um how was that it was great she is and she's very passionate about the students she uh, she well basically she stayed for over an hour which is i think pretty much unheard of um we talked everything uh, mostly job related and, and site and, and students um and she talks about how she's uh, been through a few schools she's done the public system and now she's doing the private system she says there's no funding nobody pushes trades shop class nothing uh, there's nothing for the kids
1: she's got an in now with you though
0: Yes, and I think that's probably that might actually uh, help. might help. Yeah. Um, so like she to got hear. to see she got like I, I went out and I, I bought a four foot folding table because I need I need my table. I brought two chairs. I put up a shelf. we've got a coffee maker, we've got a kettle. Um, you know all the shebangs you know salt and pepper gotta have them you <laughs> know um, and it's got to be clean and at 11 o'clock I tell the kids set your alarm every day. you know you got to go clean uh, you know whatever tools you're using get the uh, coffee ready to roll up because by about quarter after 11, we're having our first break. And that's it. He's got it poured for me. It's fantastic, right? <laughs> but uh, then I'll buy lunch once in a while, you know, and then he gets tools. And, uh, you know, I'll, every so often, because I don't pay him, um, I fill his gas tank, you know? Nice. Um, so it, you know, it works out. Um, so, um, yeah, so these guys have showed me um, how to properly uh, organize myself and and run a respectable job because if you don't respect the men and women that are, are working alongside you then
1: it's just tumultuous and treacherous you can't sure, get to that, that that destination that's got to be a big uphill for a lot of kids getting into trades trying to find that one mentor let alone three or four mentors out yeah. there right yeah because they're, they're maybe a little intimidated by approaching strangers and just asking them would you help me show me
0: that's the one thing we talked about, I talked about with the uh, uh, co-op instructor is advocation. Yeah. The kids don't advocate for themselves. Uh, we can't figure out why we think there might be a fear of um, uh, just just a general insecurity. Um, there could be an ignorance, you know, but that also could play with the, the, the insecurity. Fear. Yeah. You know, um, but I'm, you know, and that's with um, the kid too, you know, advocate for yourself. Because I find a lot of times I'll be, I'll be working and I know he's done. I can see him out of the corner and I, I won't address him. <laughs> i'll make him wait i'll make him <laughs> solve something yes or come try a come approach me rather than just yes. stand there and wait you know yeah. the, wait for the next the, order yeah right no. so um take the initiative yeah and he has um it's been um you know like he was he was showing up uh you know five ten minutes late on you know, every job for the first little bit and then i did a, a midterm evaluation and um so i sent it off on the friday night and i thought to myself over the weekend how can I, because really what happens is when someone fills out the evaluation, they just go, okay, I've done my job. Now yeah, it's no, up to you. Be, yeah. So I thought, you know what, how am I going to uh, solve this? How am I going to put my, 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 my part into this? So Sunday night, I sent him uh, a very uh, succinct text. Um, we are at this address Monday. Um, we, want, we are going to start at 8 o'clock, be there at 10, 2, because it's going to take you a few minutes. I even gave him a daily travel log as well uh, just to get started. Um, you're going to write your log. Grab your stuff. By the time you walk in the door, five two, um, get your stuff down. We're starting at eight. Yeah. And since then, it's been great. It's been bang on every class. Every every class. Every 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 day. every, it every day. It is class. It is. It, it really is. Class, is. Yeah. yeah. So she's really impressed. She said flat out, she's never seen anything like how the setup I got. um So uh, so who knows what might, what might happen. So that's sure.
1: a compliment to you too, Sean. I, I I took that as one. Yes, yeah. I'm on the right path. Yeah, yeah. Good for you, man. Thank you. Uh, info at Sean Sellis 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 Sellisrenovations.com. Sellis dot com on Instagram. Sean Sellis Renovations. Let's do the twelve questions, man. All right. I'm curious about these ones. What is your favorite construction word?
0: Okay, so it's. I had to really think long and hard about that. Um, It's not really a word. It's more of a cluster of words. Can I put that together? You can do a phrase. Um, So my big thing is plum level square. Um, I stress that all the time. I stress it to the kid. But um, over my years, I've learned that there's two others to add to that. Um, Flush and aesthetic. Because um, I've been in these homes where they're done by the gift to gab kind of guy, right? <laughs> um, and the door, like I'm hanging a door and the pl- it's not plumb, you know, studs aren't plumb. So if I hang that true, it's going to look terrible. And that's where uh, that guy, Dave Guccione told me on a job. He said, you know, when you're retrofitting something, you have to also look at it from the aesthetic point, right? It may not be plumb level, you know. How it looks. It's how it looks at the end, right? So you have to make it fit. Yes. Um, and I've learned that uh, those are now it's a now it's a five word jumble you know plum level square flush and aesthetic do you have a
1: plum bob i do yeah. it's just funny when we started doing the video shows i think it was the first or second video show maybe the third one someone brought up a plum bob and then i was on the next show someone brought up a plum bob. and i have one yeah but not a lot of kids know what a plum bob is and nope. i'm like going okay well check it out because they're so used to lasers yeah lasers yeah. right? yeah yeah that's true <laughs> what is your least
0: favorite construction word uh, same thing. It's going to be an ex- uh, more of an expression. Um, good enough. That's the, I hate that. Yeah. I hate good enough. The um, the joke always was, um, that looks great from the highway. Yeah. Or that looks great from my house. I know. Um, it, but it was always just, the, I knew who the jokes, who was joking and I knew who was serious. Um, yeah. so, but, uh, yeah, I hate the good enough. What turns you on in construction? You know what? Um, I'd have to say it's, it, it's gotta be someone who gives a shit. It's Somebody, it's really? Simple. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to know everything I you know, because I can teach you. Um, but just have that right attitude because yeah, just going back to what we were talking about earlier. It just, it, it gets frustrating. It does. Yeah.
1: What turns you off in construction? Oh, wait, 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 nope. wait, what? No, no, sorry. I already said that one, right? No. What did I say?
0: Turn, oh, no, that's what you turned said. Turned you on?
1: What turned you off? Off. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, it was yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'll fix that one. That's okay. What is your favorite curse word? I forgive, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, ooh, anything F rated. Anything F
0: rated. What is your favorite vehicle in the entire world? It's, Um. I'd have to say, it's the um, Dodge Ram 1500 TRX Rebel. Yeah.
1: Is it a TRX Rebel or is it just the Rebel, Rebel TRX? Yeah, so it's. What it's, are you driving now?
0: Uh, The uh, Sport. Yeah, it's, uh, but apparently it's a Rebel as well. Because um, I checked the insurance and it's labeled as a Rebel sport.
1: We're talking about the Hellcat engine, the 700. I horse? think that's
0: the big one. No, mine's only uh, the 5.7. I just have a, a simple five seven. Like it's the a, a, a 395. These trucks are power. becoming monsters in themselves. But eh? You know what, though? They've dropped a ton of weight in them. I think it will add a lot more plastic and aluminum. So now it's even lighter. And this thing can go. It boots. <laughs> it boots. And you know what though? Like we were when when we were looking for a new truck, um, we were looking at the classic models. Uh, like I think our budget was around like thirty five, forty at most. And uh, we walked into the showroom. And what do you mean this is recently? It was. Oh, it was in twenty nineteen. Because okay. uh, I had oh, right before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, the summer twenty nineteen. Because I had a I had a Jeep Patriot and the. Back seats were all folded down. I used that thing. You know, I beat the crap out of it. 320,000 kilometers I got in. No serious um, uh, issues with it. So I had a great vehicle. Um, But when we were looking for it, um, we wanted something, you know, crew cab style. And then we walked into the showroom and this thing was sitting. And it's all glorious it blue. It had a cor- halo around it. It did. So <laughs> I, I looked at the sales guy because um we're we're connected with the um, the um the dealership. Okay. And shout out to Dual Chrysler. That whole family has hired me from the uh nice. the owners all the way down to the kids and beyond. There, it's uh, they are, they're an unbelievable family and just the experience there too. Right. Um. Anyway, so we, I, I, he goes, sit in it. So I hop in and it's like. <gasps> Like they, I think they went thin walled in the in the doors. They added eight inches to the cab. Um, so I told my wife, I'm like hop in the back seat. She hops in the back seat. And she was like, This is the one. <laughs> so yeah, so I was on the hook for that one, but uh, <laughs> I but because of that I baby it, and it has that big twelve inch screen. Yeah. Oh man, you could. Yeah, it's great. What's your
1: least favorite vehicle in the
0: world? Um, I'm gonna probably piss off a few people, but um, I'd have to say VWs. No, you're not pissing off anybody. Not in here, but <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you love?
0: Um, I love the sound of um the impacts. Um, I know I know they're brain rattling, but um, I bought a I bought the new Freak, uh, yeah. impact combo. Smart, huh oh. when they launched that. Oh smart. It's a genius. And the sound of it, you know, it's just so nice. Like I I'll get like a half an inch off the uh, when I'm screwing in the subfloor and the hammer hasn't even come in yet. No. And it's like my old one would be hammering halfway down the screw. It's like this thing's great. <laughs>
1: what construction sound or noise do you hate? Um I don't know. I'd have to say it's um
0: Any hollow, t- any hollow tiles, uh, like that sound, like when I'm going around. Oh. Yeah, when you're knocking to I hate that. Um, it makes me very, uh, very nervous because I know that, you know, like you, you, you can back butter and fill, you know, all you want. But, but uh, you once you hear that, sound. it's, um, yeah, that, that bothers me. It does. Yeah.
1: Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt one day?
0: You know what? Uh, musician yeah i which, love which i uh, the probably the whole thing i i have i have a whole band set up in the basement got a full drum set um bass guitar a couple electrics uh, a couple acoustics kids got a couple acoustics that's awesome man. um and i'd love to just
1: just do that yeah what profession would you not like to do
0: um teaching the only reason is because i see it i see what my wife goes through yeah. i see the nonsense that uh, friends go through um the disrespect um how they're thrown to the wolves they're they're attacked on all angles um from above from below from the side um you know the side is like they, they don't support each other as teachers sometimes in the schools like the principals will run a divide and conquer school where everyone's walking on eggshells really? yeah it's br- it's brutal she's this is her second school she's been at um and depending on the principal that comes in too right and they have a different uh way of operating right Mm -hmm. um some of them i've had a a, i've met a couple of them that were fantastic but they were scaling the ladder you know so okay so now you're not a principal anymore great now we got to deal with whoever comes else comes in but are we forgetting about the kids that's the thing they're forgetting about the kids completely And, and it's more of um Oh, like the principals just seem to just want to cater to the parents, like and I don't mean all of them, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um I mean the ones that um that I keep hearing complaints about. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, because they want them to keep peace and they'd rather just throw their um, you know, the teachers, you know, cuz they're below them or something, oh, I don't know. Man. It's really frustrating. I feel really bad for teachers because um th- really they're, you know, their hands are tied. Um they're they're cornered um and it's it's very it's it's it's, i don't know it's not it's not a great trade to be in at the moment i think it's
1: difficult yeah difficult yeah last question if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at those pearly gates you're early <laughs> sean thanks so much for coming on the show man, thanks man and sharing this has been a blast this, man. Is, this is great uh, it flew by oh no, we're almost at two man so it's totally good yeah. man i really and all the best to all the work and then Thank how long's the kid with you oh what's the kid's name uh
0: his name's brett henderson okay yeah um and uh he's got to get about 193 hours um okay. i think he's pushing 100 right now um He's um, he, uh, mid-January is when uh, his exams start. I think he's only got one. So he's going to be pulling full days. Yeah. Um, and then he said uh, next summer he wants to uh, jump on board full time. Nice. So, hey, right nice. on. Good
1: for you, man. All he's right, in- everyone, reach out to him. Info at com And on Instagram, it's Renovations. Thanks, man. I think that's it. I appreciate that. Uh, that yeah. was
0: great. Thanks, Angelina.
1: We're out of here. Thanks, Angelina.